who would sit through a fucking electric fiddle battle? He's a good-looking guy. I'd fuck him, but I, I don't yeah. like his music. Uh- they say yeah to a lot of stuff. <laughs> Hello and welcome. We are back from theballerlifestyle.com. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. My name is Brian Beckner. I am the host. You should know that by now. Uh, joining me now, as always, co-host of the show, it's Ed Daly. Ed, how are you? Uh, I'm all right. I uh, had a cut a conversation short to uh, start the show about. I was trying to talk to my son about death. Was, oh, that's was, the best. Yeah. Then I was like, oh, well, we got to start the show. See you, buddy. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't, I don't the, really know how to explain it. It's a, a tough one. It's a tough one I for remember, an eight year old to swallow. I remember being super obsessed with it at that age. Um, like around the eight-year-old age where I was like, fuck, I'm only going to live to 100. I only have 92 years left. Right. I'm on the clock. And now I realize I'm only going to live till 80, so I'm on the second half. Oh, no. I'm not on the back nine yet. But I'm reading that, I'm reading that book, Sapiens, and um, he's talk, he talks in there about how they're, they're, I'm reading about the scientific revolution, and he's talking about how right now they're working on nanobots that they can inject into your bloodstream that can just go around and like take care of shit. Just, just gonna, clean up. Yeah, they're going to have like mini things, machines. I don't know how to explain what they are because it's a, my tiny brain can't comprehend it, but they're going to be able to send things into your body that'll be like, hey, guys, there's some cancer over here. Let's go fuck it up. And they'll go fuck up some cancer and they'll be like, holy shit, let's go check this one artery. And they'll swing through and clean out that artery and they'll just go around. They're like, hey, let's. there's something going on in the brain. Let's go fix that. That's fixed. And it they'll just course through your veins and sort out any kind of problems that you have and he said they might have that by like 2050 in which case i'm only going to be 75 by then and 75 year old guys don't even look that old now right right it's not the same sun and cigarettes that everybody in the older generations had so no we're not looking like the uh the 80s people yeah (laughs) harry dean Harry Dean Stanton, I think we talked about this on the show. Harry Dean Stanton just died, and I saw him in person like 15 years ago, and he, he could barely move. Like, I'm like, oh my God, he might die right now. Right. And he stayed that way from <laughs> fucking like, like uh, what was the Molly Ringwald one? Pretty in pink. Yeah, oh like, my God, what? he looked like shit. Yeah, so I, I mean, like Red Dawn, he wasn't looking good, but then from pretty in pink until like two months ago when he died, he seemed like he was 96. Pretty in Pink was 1986. So Red, Dawn, lived, Red Dawn was what, 84, 85? Yeah. So he lived like another 30 years after Pretty in yeah, Pink. So he could have, he was in his 60s. I know. <laughs> no, he was in his 60s in Pretty in Pink. He looked like he was in his late 80s. But well, that, the, the reason why I think I'm hitting triple digits is what? Because Harry Deaton Stanton. Look like shit. And I just yeah. read like 
uh, one of these magazines laying around had like the year in review, like, you know, little essays on people who died. Entertainment Weekly or something. And he used 91. If that guy can make it to yeah, 91, like, true. fuck, I mean... Yeah. What what could what could I possibly do to totally. myself? Do you have, well, do you do you have any cancer in the family? Um no. Some skin cancer shit which Oh, that's not no, that doesn't right. count. That's what I'm saying. Like Oh, then you're which, good. Which I'm definitely going to get. But yeah. uh no, but yeah, I do well, have pasty as fuck. I do have I do have dementia in my family, which Oh, me too. I don't want to I don't want to live to 100. That's environmental. And, and you know what they say is a good, uh, what they're learning is a good, well, exercise, obviously, and diet are, are good. They they think that a lot of um, dementia and heart disease and pretty much every disease you can name, for that matter, is tied in to processed foods, mostly. But you know what they're learning is that um, sauna, do, sauna, doing like extended sessions in the sauna, they've done some studies, and it's really good for everything, including dementia. People that that do long sauna sessions, frequent sauna sessions, tend to suffer from less of everything. And one of the things is dementia. Are you supposed to do that when you're old? Or are you supposed to do it like now? Throughout. Throughout. Now. Uh, I don't now. even know where I'd have access to a sauna. I have a sauna at my gym. And I just, I go in it. I've, well, I've just, since I've read that, since I read that thing, it was in like Time Magazine. I've been trying to go in it, and Fancy Sauce takes me to this. Um, she has a subscription to this infrared sauna place, which is supposedly better. I don't know why. And that you go into a little stall, and it's like your own sauna, and that's not too bad. So you just sit there, and there's a TV just outside, and it's got like Netflix, and you can watch football and shit. And you just sit there, you just sit there and watch it. But oh, the one at cool. my, the one at my gym, I go in, and I'll. I'll I'll tell you what, I go in and you get two, I've had two separate situations and they were both equally disgusting to me. I just go in there and I sit in a towel, I wrap myself in a towel and I just sit there and I don't make eye contact. I don't talk. I just sit there and I time myself. I look at the clock 20 minutes. I give myself 20 minutes. One, the other day I'm in there and some fucking old guy comes in fully clothed shoes Socks. Shoes. Yes. Clothes. He was fully clothed in shoes and socks. And he was like stretching. <laughs> Did and he like, just get lost? <laughs> and he was in there forever. And I was just looking at him like, dude, you just, like your dirty ass shoes have like drug things in here that I don't want fucking in here. This is like a clean room. Just imagine we're working on uh, microchips. We're doing semiconductor work in here. You know, like just get out of here with your fucking clothes. Then – Another guy, I think there's like some Russians or something. Well, see, if, if, when I think of saunas, I think like I'm going to have to fight my way out against Russian mobsters. Yes, I think some dude was in there yesterday and he came in and he just laid out fully naked on the thing. And I, I'm like, I get it. Like, that's a thing. But it's very easy to you. You have to try to be naked You because you, it's very easy to be covered up. It's it's right. almost more difficult not to be covered up, right. and if you're not covered up, you're not covered up for a reason. Right. And I, you I, want was, to be out there, yeah. And I didn't look, but I had him in the left corner of my eye, and I think his like dong, his hand like brushed his dong a couple times. And I'm thinking, well, that wasn't an accident. I think that's some type of a signal 
to mm. m- maybe see if I'm interested in that kind of behavior. Meanwhile, I'm just staring intently at the clock the entire time where I'm like, okay, I got eight more minutes of this and then I'm out. Um, so that's, I, I've gotten both things. So it's not ideal. Ideally, did he have spiderweb uh, tattoos on his, no, his, his elbows? No, no, not like Vigo Mortensen. I didn't think we were going to nude fight. Thank God. I wasn't, I wasn't interested in getting into any kind of nude fisticuffs or Sambo style wrestling. Uh, but I was, I was aware, I was aware of my surroundings anyway. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I was going to say, I actually, there was one Trump news story this week that actually, uh, made me feel good. And that was that nobody went crazy over the hooker or the, uh, pro- mm-hmm. the, the porn star. Yeah. Like, Yeah. Nobody should give a shit about that. That's his. Uh, that's that's between him and his stone faced wife. That's not for anybody else to give a shit uh, about. I would agree with that, except that he paid her off, which shows that he is susceptible to blackmail. Like I don't. But everybody I, I t- know that. They, I mean, I just think the guy st- stepping out and all this. Like I don't. Did anyone think he wasn't having sex? Of course with not. Of course not. And Christ? I don't. I don't give a fuck who fucks. You can fuck like. Did anybody think that Donald – he's been married three times. Did anybody think Donald Trump was like a real real into monogamy? Of course he fucks right. chicks. Like, I just – it's just one rich. of those things that I've never understood or given a shit about. Like I, if it's if it's your dad, if it's your spouse, yeah, you give a shit about that. But like why, why, why would don't that care. have anything to do with him being 100%. president? 100%. I don't know. Do not so care. I, I just wanted to put one sort of positive yeah. spin on a Trump story. Good. Good for you, Donnie. <laughs> um, and I gotta say, I, don't, I, I I would think Fancy would talk about it. I'm confused by this Aziz and Sari. I saw you getting real trolly about it. Well, it's super gross. But I I mean I you know I read like one maybe one and a half stories about it because um, I was just confused what everybody was flipping out about. And from what I gather, like he got blown by a chick and she wasn't too happy about it. Uh, sort of, he was, he, he, he definitely didn't do anything like illegal or, you know, I mean, from her story, uh, but he was just like super, like highly aggressive sexually. I don't know. Like, I I really, I really think that, you know, I, I, I saw a quote and people were vilifying, What's his name? Uh, Liam Neeson about it. And he said, I think this... Liam Neeson? No, no, no. I'm, I'm oh. saying where this is going. He said, I think this is overdue or something like that. And I think it's, you know, a little witch hunt-like, too. And I agree. And people, people are, like, flipping out. Like, everything is the same. And I, I don't know. I'm struggling with this one. Yeah, I mean... Like, hmm. if you're kind of a dick with chicks... Yeah. That's... Different than being like, you know, an assault person. Oh no, I hundred percent agree with that. Yeah, you know, I'm like, I don't. Yeah. Like, I mean, now we're now we're just grouping guys in who are kind of not right. Yeah, chicks. That's just different. I mean, yeah, yeah, but I would say I would say it was like a sort of a step beyond that because but what had all I read is like, yeah, we had oral sex and I, she wasn't happy about it and called him the next day or texted him. Yeah, but he was like shoving his fingers down her throat and like like forcefully like fingering her and it just sounded very unpleasant. Now, I would say this, like 
just because someone's famous or a man doesn't like you there's personal responsibility if someone's treating you in a way that you don't like you can leave like you're not well i read i read one of these op-ed pieces where just the headline i wasn't gonna read it it was like you know here's where saying you could just leave is wrong and it's like i i if, yeah. if if he held her against her will is one thing. Yeah. If she worked for him is one thing. But like I don't know. I mean, so he's just you know he's going for it. I mean, clothes were taken off, and it was from what I read, he didn't make her take her clothes off. Like I don't. No. It's not. It's different than like when people say, "Well, she was dressed that way." Like, I mean, it seemed like she got naked in his apartment, and the the accusation was like he was really pushing for sex. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I would. Of, it, I, yeah, I mean, I would read the details of it because it is kind of gross. And if I, and, but not like illegal, and certainly like he didn't. I don't know. He's if I were famous and I knew that somebody could go talk about like how I treat people in private, I would probably be like a little more uh, conscious of the way I did it, even though like I don't shove my fingers down people's throats and in their vaginas. And when they start crying, I don't like pull my dick out and tell them to suck it. Um, but that said, yeah, I mean, that's, that's just how he gets down, I guess. Yeah. Which is, which is fine for him, I suppose. But it's, people can find that out and you know, it's her story to tell too, as much as it is his. Uh, do you want to read some emails? Sure. Quick question. What? Oh, it's another gym question. What is the best way to deal with can I work in guy at the mm. gym? Thanks. That's Justin in the Bay. Um, yeah, that's super annoying. It's like when you're, it happened to me the other day, I was doing squats and some guy's like, hey, and I have headphones on. And he's like, like kind of taps me and is like points. And I'm like, what? And so I have to undo the head. I'm like, what? And he's like, hey, can I work in? And I'm like, yeah. Luckily, I was almost done. I only had one set left to go. But I don't know. I think you just kind of have to let him go, or you just be like, hey, I only have one left. Or that was my move, know. and it's one of the yeah. reasons I really enjoy, like that my building has a gym because yeah, nice. I, I hated gym. I hated that the most. Although I don't have saunas at this gym, but yeah. uh, I hated that the most. The people wanted to work in. Like, why don't totally. you just kind of sense when I'm leaving and then walk up to it and then. Then you can use whatever I'm using. Same. Like I don't, if I see somebody's doing something that I mean to be doing, I just go do another part of the workout and exactly. then just kind of keep an eye on that so that if somebody, you know, so somebody doesn't fade in before I can get onto that piece of equipment. Um, the only time I've asked is like, if I, if I remember like if somebody's just hanging out on top of like equipment yeah. or something, then you're like, Hey, can I actually use this? Or doing there's the that guy that'll do that'll curl the uh, the barbell but in the squat rack yes where it's like that's you know like you can do that exercise that you're doing with any there's a menagerie of equipment here that will give you the result you want exactly. from what you're doing and I need to do something right in that big fucking metal thing that you're in. Right. So it's a it's a case by case basis. Now, if you're like super hot chick, 
Like feel work free to in. work in. Yeah. Like ask me about your form. I can help. And for you. the and other problem, like a Z sorry. <laughs> the other problem yeah. with people working in is like them feeling like they're an active participant in your workout. Like, like the people who start cheering you on, like, come on, come on. You got this, you got this. And it's like, Hey, yeah. Yeah, please, right. please. Like, I don't know. This doesn't work at all. Well, I'm just the opposite of that. Like, I don't, I work out alone and I'm, I don't want to ask anybody for a spot. No. Yeah. I don't, you I don't know. want anything. And spotting, especially with the bench, is real creepy because you're getting, you're getting people somebody hanging brains on yeah. your fucking People are dripping on you. Know, like, it's uncomfortable. If somebody's right close and it's just, and it's, and it's doable, like it's an easy thing, I might go, hey, do you mind? Uh, but otherwise, I just won't go. I won't do like a, you know, I'll save a rep or two just to not have to <laughs> interact with people. I have a buddy who does CrossFit, and he's not like preachy CrossFit, but yeah. one time he was like, I think you'd really like it. Like, you know, it's it really helps motivate you. And I was like, I don't think you know me at all. Like, no. the minute I hear no. people like cheering me on is when I'm like, all right, I gotta, I gotta get out of here. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't want people like, come on, you got two more. Come on, two more. Well, also, it's like competitive. They're like, yeah. I did, I wanted in 13, 12. Like, you yeah. got to beat that. I like, carried that cinder okay. block around the block yeah. quicker. Yeah. I know. Yeah. And it's like chicks, you know, it's like a group situation. Yeah. Not yeah. ideal. Yeah. 100%. Uh, so I don't, I don't think we really answered you there, Justin. You just kind of got to deal with it. I or, think you say one more set or, you know, yeah. or, yeah, I mean, definitely go with the headphones so like you're less approachable. Yeah, or just be like, I'm almost done. Yeah, like what you said. I'm almost done. Or just look straight ahead, pretend like you don't hear him. Uh, okay, here's another one. Dear Ed and his sidekick, Brian, here's my submission for this week's edition of Ask Stu. Stu's not here. What is the best approach to take when writing the About Me section of my Tinder profile? Thank you, Fletcher in Week Take Lake. That's Salt Lake City. Uh, well, obviously, we we can't speak to this with any um, experience because Ed and I are betrothed. We're out of the game. We're not, we haven't done any online dating. Uh, but I would say this, and I'm sure Ed will agree. Keep it short. <laughs> we, we've said this about a lot of things. Brevity yeah. is the soul of wit. Keep it short. Um, I have to think that, they want to know you're not a bum. So you mm, gotta, that's a good you, point. Yeah. You got to indicate you got something going on. It's yeah. not that everybody is looking for a rich guy. Right. But they're not, they're definitely not looking for a bum. And you want to convey your personality. You like, if you're funny, right. you want to, you want to do that just like quickly. But, but be careful. Like, yeah. It, Keep it brief. Be Very short. Briefly. And, uh, yeah, I was thinking, like, uh, probably not, like, listing the lyrics to I Ain't the One by Ice Cube is probably not going to be a big hit. No. <laughs> also, <laughs> like, All picture. the silly game. I just looked up these lyrics because I, I was – Oh, okay. <laughs> I Googled just now. All these silly games that's played by the women, I'm only happy when I'm going up in them. I think that <laughs> probably is not – I, you know I'm, what? I would I'm try that. To, I'm a menace to that's, society, but girls in biker shorts are so fly to me. 
<laughs> that's honest though. Like maybe do that. Like that's because that that's kind of funny. The second one, I don't, I don't know if they want you to be getting up in them guts. Because <laughs> a lot of people are like, a lot of people that go on there, they're like not here for hookups, but they really are. Like they're not honest about what the well, reason that they're don't there say is. Not here for hookups. Well, don't. Like, of course not. Right. I mean, say the, the opposite if of that. You see that? Like, why not? I'm, I'm here. Right. I'm here. Because I'm here. Like, there's, you don't have to pretend. She, if she doesn't want to fuck you, she's not going to fuck you. You can maybe no, jam fingers down her throat, but. Right. There's, 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 an, there's, another, uh, there's another Ice Cube song, Down for Whatever. Yeah. Do some, put some lyrics for Down for Whatever. No, or how about you, you Can Do It, Put Your Back Into It. There you go. That's another one. <laughs> uh, and it's just super careful on the picture. Like, don't be too bro-y. Don't yeah. like, don't, don't look like silly. you're, yeah, don't, yeah, not, not, like, no, if you like show your big funny, glasses. Not in the picture. Yeah. It's, you gotta be really careful. Have a shirt on, go full body too. And chicks, like you should do this. I don't like, we know what's up when you hold the camera way above your head and take a picture down at yourself and your whole body's not in it. Like we we know that trick. We're onto that. Okay. Just or standing be, sideways. Yes, just show, just give an accurate representation of who you are because there's somebody for everyone. Like, it's every body type, every personality type. There's all, there's, and with the internet, you're bound to eventually connect with someone that likes the kind of thing that you got going on. So just be honest about who you are, and then you'll have better chances. You know, it might be a good move. Like, go to the boardwalk and get one of those T-shirts that says, like, FBI, female body inspector or something like that. Yeah, that's a good one. Blind right? bikini inspector, yes. Yeah, like, you would let them know you're you're into fun. Right. Yes, I'm, I'm hilarious. Uh, okay, here's another one. Brian and Ed. Being Tuesday, today is my cheat day. Cheat day that's on a week. Tuesday. That's a week. Tuesday is a bummer of a day. It's like, I, is he fucking with us? No one would have a Tuesday cheat day. <laughs> Friday or Saturday cheat? is your cheat yeah, day or Sunday. Cheat on the like the fun day where other. Hey, it's my cheat yeah. day. Who wants to go out? It's fucking yeah, Tuesday, buddy. Yeah, it's Tuesday. There's not even a game on. Like, what's Tuesday? Yeah. Unless it's unless it's the fall, like mid fall, you get a, a couple of Mac games. That's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Who's Marshall playing tonight? <laughs> uh, Come on, who's up for some action? I don't know. He's got to be making this. Uh, that can't be true. He's making fun of <laughs> cheat day. I think being today, being to Tuesday, today is my cheat day. So I stopped into seven 11 for a coffee and donut. I ran into a couple things. I'd like your opinions on if these deserve shame or if I just need to move on one. Have you ever opened the right side of a double door only to have someone exit from it before you enter? Oh, yeah, that happens a lot. I was going to say, definitely more than once a week for me. Yeah, that's very that's very common. And I think that's just something you could get over. It's just the timing of the, what are they supposed to do? They're walking, and they're about to push their way out the door while you open it. They're just going to keep walking. That's just, you're already stopped holding a door. So I would just, I, I, I say that one's on you, Dean. Just hang out and wait till they walk through. I don't think that's a big deal. Do you, Ed? No, I mean, I'm, I... I hold plenty of doors like every day when I pick up my sons at the school, yeah. I have to go through double doors and Ugh. it's, it is a problem when you've got like 
people who barge through when I'm like holding the door for my kids and then somebody will, will go through. That's a problem. Yeah. Uh, you get moms who are just yammering away with another mom and I'm holding the door for them. There's, there's all kinds of shit. Like I just try to just, just not take anything too seriously because people are, are very selfish in life. So if you get hung up on every selfish moment, it's going to drive you nuts. Yeah. There's some are worse than others. There's uh, for instance, I was entering Costco on Sunday mm. and some woman, John Daly sighting. No, I didn't see him this time, but I wish I would have. This, this some woman has gotten her cart, and they have like out front of the Costco's. I've never used this, by the way. The little Clorox wipes where you can wipe down the cart in case in case there's <laughs> fucking in case there's tuberculosis yeah. on the cart. Ebola. Uh, she stops, and this is fu- it's so fucking busy. She stops directly in front of the fucking door and starts, and she's wiping down her cart, and people are trying to push around her with carts, and she, this, it's going on for an extended period of time. So I'm like, hey, you picked a really bad place to do that. And she, I don't know if she didn't, like, couldn't commune, didn't know the language or what, but she didn't even acknowledge that I said something to her. She just continued, like, <laughs> I mean, she was getting it fucking spick and span, full detail job. Like she was getting in the creases and like every little <laughs> spot. Like just uh, unbelievable. But right in front of everybody, she could have easily walked four steps in the door and just veered to the right slightly. Like if she were eight feet away, it would have been no problem. But she just decided I'm going to stand right here in front of everybody. So. There's there's levels to this is what I'm saying. Uh, okay, number two. Have you ever entered a double door with people waiting to exit that side when the other side is available? Okay, I'm not sure. If, I'm not sure if I can picture this. It's the same thing that I said at the school. It's kind of an everyday thing. Like yeah. people don't. They're they're both selfish and like clueless. Like they just they think, well, this is the door I decided to go out, so I'm just gonna. Go here. It's oh, the so there's there's right. the option. There's a right. You go to the one on the right. There's one on the left, and they just hang. Instead, they but decide one to is hang already inside. Open. So yeah, they just, and they're like, they act like that them. one's locked or something. That happens all the time. Yeah, that's pretty or, common. I mean, the thing that drives me nuts is the the people standing on the left of the escalator. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, no, you. That's the walk, and they do it at the airport too. That's the walk side. It's just no, like the road. This- just totally oblivious, or even worse, they just—they're just selfish to the point they don't care. It's this is what I try to explain to everybody. It's just like the road. When you encounter another person, it's just like the fucking road. You move to the right. You always move to the right, and no one does that. Everyone steps to the left for some reason. You wouldn't do that in your car. You would always move to the right. It's right. the same sidewalk. Yeah, it's the same with the sidewalk. You just. It's if you're on your bike, it's the fucking road. Everything is the road. Do it like we do it on the road. Yeah. Also, my door holding etiquette is if the door can completely shut before you reach it, I'm not holding it for you. Thoughts. Uh, okay. Well, I would say that's prop. That's standard. I think unless unless it's a really hot chick. Yeah, hot chick, old woman, old, right? Old old. Walker, you know, disabled old woman, person, old guy. If he doesn't look like the biggest racist in the world, 
Yeah, because I will let a door slam on an old racist face. If I see if I see somebody's like kind of like at an in between distance, what I'll do is as I walk through the door, I'll throw it real hard. Oh yeah, give it like that little nudge and be like, "Hey, the rest is on you." I I gave it like something. Yeah, I'm I'm giving you like an extra quarter second so you can either pick up your pace and grab the door before it shuts, or you can just continue moving at whatever pace you're going and open the door when you get to it. It's your choice, but I've, I've given you a little extra, a little toss. Yeah. That nudge makes me, makes my conscience clear. Yeah, absolutely. I, I did the right thing here. I didn't stand and hold the door. Uh, but a lot of times like here, here's one that you do when you, if you hold the door for somebody, so say you arrive at the door just before someone else. And it's like, it's like a, convenience store or Starbucks or something. Yeah. And you, you come to the door just before them and it's a woman, always a woman. You, you hold the door open and you let them in the door. Do you expect that they then allow you to be in front of them in line or have you surrendered your position in line by holding the door? Well, a non monster is supposed to let you, have that spot in line. Right, right. But I would still say probably more than half will take that to say, like, that is mine. That yeah. happens. That happens to me. And it, it, it's one of those things. It's the same as people not thanking you for holding the door for them. Like, yep. I'll, I'll do it and I'll just move on. But I'm I, in my head. I've told them to go fuck themselves. I always say thanks. I always say thanks. And then, and if I, in the case that I do that, it's usually a hot chick or an old lady that I allow through the door in front of me. And if they like motion for me to get in front of them in line, I'll always go, Oh no, no, no. It's right. Right. You go but ahead. if they don't offer, then they're, they're a monster. Then they're an asshole. Yeah. 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 yeah huge asshole. Yeah. Uh, Dean finishes PS. Please give the sauce. My condolences for her Panthers losing on Sunday. That was Toronto Panthers. Which yeah, her, I just think she nailed. I think at first, did she say Tennessee at first or Florida? Ten- no, she said Florida Panthers. Toronto, Toronto Titans. Yeah, yeah. She Florida had Toronto Panthers. Titans at first, and then she said Florida. Her favorite football team, the Panthers. Um, the, she called them the Florida Panthers. Yeah, the hockey which was team. Technically That's correct because there is a team called that. Um, speaking of people with high levels of education in the North Carolina, in the golden triangle area, research triangle, the research, that's what it is. The research triangle. What is going on with former Clipper current? Hold on. He's been on a ton of teams at this point. Philadelphia 76er. Correct. JJ Redick. Well, uh, the Sixers played this the Celtics in London, and uh, after the what? game, they have they play like games? one game. I know this. Because Shut up. Years ago, the Knicks did. They'll play one game at the O2 Arena, and like you know, they try to build fanfare around it, but like the Brits don't give a fuck about the. What, oh, I bet you they care way more about it than they do about the stupid fucking NFL games that they have over there. I mean, I don't think anybody cares. I think the big thing is there are enough expats over there that it might be able right. to sustain, like, a team. I just think, like... You think so. Because if you look, the games they're offering are, like, 
Jacksonville versus yeah. Cleveland and people like it sells out. I think it's it's just like that's the thing for expats to do. It's something to check out. It's so embarrassing. Yeah, it's really I bad. Know, it's like we're like we're so oh, you have to have our game. Look at we're gonna we're gonna shove our game over there. Wait, they know about our fucking game. They don't care. They chose they not don't give to a fuck. follow it. Yeah, we had a, they had tried a league over there. So embarrassing. Uh, okay, yeah. continue. So they play the one game over there, and uh, and then Reddick has a podcast, and he recorded he recorded uh, his podcast with a fellow Duke alum, Kyrie Irving, and the two uh, oh, no. academics discussed oh. Irving's flat Earth theory, which led into a conversation about conspiracy conspiracy theories in general. Right, and this is uh, this is a quote from uh, from J.J. Reddick. Uh, the one thing I question in life that's similar to flat Earth, and I'm wrong on this. I know I'm wrong on this, but I'm not entirely convinced that dinosaurs existed. I'm not. I've kind of come wow. across some weird websites in my Google searches. For example, the word dinosaur didn't exist until like 1842. There was yeah. no word for dinosaur. Of and all not. of a sudden, the next 15, 20 years after this British scientist comes up oh. with the word di- dinosaur and describes it in a medical journal, people start finding fossils. Oh, Brian, is there anything sadder than meatheads trying to sound profound? Well, it's, Kyrie is a one and done guy, right? Yeah, Reddick, like, remember, he's a poetry major at Duke. Reddick, Reddick was a four-year white guy. Yeah. Like, he's, he went the whole distance. And I know the they, whole... they loosen academic requirements for athletes. Like, it w- do you think Krzyzewski's uh, allowed to knock, like, 1,000, 1,200 off the, the minimum SAT score? <laughs> is, it, is, it like, um, is it like they had at North Carolina where they're like, hey, you're majoring in poetry, Wink, wink, and then it's like you just never, you just automatic, you just get something mailed to you, and you got all A's in it, and you never went. Yeah, you're you're majoring in grades. That's what right. you get. You just get grades. Public, you see, you see USC football game, and everyone's a public policy major. Wow, a lot of a lot of guys study public Very policy. Very interesting policy. I think they've stopped doing that. Do they still? I don't think they show guys majors when they talk about the players anymore, like they used to. I think they've. Sort of like the wink, wink, nudge, nudge that these guys actually go to class and our students has. We finally a- agreed, collectively agreed to understand that that's not really a thing. Right. Um, when I was uh, when I was a freshman at Maryland, they the general like the general requirement you had to take a lab and a non lab science to to graduate. And you know, much like these athletes, I'm thinking like, what the fuck do I give a shit about science? Yeah. Same. Like, I knew I was going to be like a business major. I don't give a fuck about science. So I took nutrition and food science thinking like this is going to be a piece of shit class. That like, you know, what are the four food groups type bullshit? And, and it was like a 750, 800 person class. And the first day uh, the professor gets up and goes, hey, we've revamped our curriculum. And like, so anybody thinks this is like the easy jock class, you can just... <laughs> You can just quit. quit now and, like, no shit, like, 200 athletes just stood up and just walked out of the class right then and there. The entire basketball team, like, the whole football team, all kinds of random athletes just got up. And I was like, I said to my buddy, I was like, you know, should we should we drop this? And he's like, nah, how bad could it be? And, like, 
holy shit, it was like the hardest class I ever took. They would they would say like they would one of the exams it was like give you a full meal and then you'd say like our break down what every vitamin everything oh. does to your body. Oh my god. It was not it was not fun at all. It was an awful class. I had a similar experience. I took obviously I'm like oh, just what's the easiest Course. What's the word on the street as the easiest science? And mine was environmental geology. I yeah, rocks for jocks. And, and it was so fucking hard. It was like stream. Like here's why a stream does what it does, and here's like stream yeah. processes, and um, you know why why there's earthquakes, and how to predict like soils, like what kind of soils do what, and liquefaction, and identify these rocks. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? And it was like, and that lab part is like an extra four hours a week. Like you have the regular class, which is like an hour, three days a week, and then you have to go two more times to the to get the lab credit, which is like four more hours. It was awful. It was the worst class I, I ever had. had. A non lab and a lab. So the nutrition was my non lab. My lab was fucking botany. I didn't know what the fuck was going oh, on. You bugs. know what I did? You know what I did? I fucking what? found a lab partner. Like I mean, Asian. This is, Asian. Did, <laughs> you can profile. Some, you can profile. I did some serious profiling. I found the most Asian-looking guy I yep, could find. Of course, you did. And I rode that wave, and I did not contribute a goddamn yeah. thing. My Let's lab partner, partner, I just gave him a couple high fives over the course of the semester. <laughs> Let's <laughs> a. Let's I got an a. My kid, my kid was complaining. He had pneumonia, and he missed Jesus. like a couple days of school, and he was like. He was like, I now I got this group project, and my he's in seventh grade. He's like, my he's like, I got this group project, and the people I'm with did nothing on it, and we're supposed to present tomorrow. And he's like, all stressed out. And I go, here's what you do: you fucking email that teacher. Teachers love it, and college professors. If you're in college, this is this is this will improve your grade in every single class. As soon as the class starts. You go to those office hours uh, yeah, and you introduce yourself. Hour. Always, always, always go to some office hours and ask a dumb question. Spend 10 minutes. It, you, then you are known to the guy and you are believed to be conscientious. It will always help your grade. And then if you're not doing that well, he, he goes, oh, yeah, he's just, you know, he's probably just a bit of a dummy because he's trying. You know how I know he's trying? <laughs> he came to my cares. office hours. He cares. So, so I, go, I go, email your teacher. I go, tell her you're going to do the project by yourself and just that you're not getting any help from your group. And he's, he comes back to me the next day and he's like, hey, my teacher said I'm excused from presenting. And I'm like, yeah, exactly, because you fucking sent an email. Always, always, always find a way to kiss the teacher's ass. You know what's another good move? Tell when me. I had my history of sub-Saharan Africa, like one, one of my history classes, uh, the TA – we saw him at oh, the yeah. bar. Yeah, buying some drinks. I hooked him up with a trollop friend of mine. Got him oh, laid. It's great. If the if you didn't get him laid, you could have just jerked him off, like just one quick handy just and pulled him. Sure, a little little. I mean, I would have <laughs> spit in the hand. Yeah, I would have done it. that. But like he, it was like one of those things. I was like, hey, yeah, how's it going? And then I noticed he was checking out like the girl I was dating, her, her trollop friend. friend. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I can, I can work him with this skeezer. And sure enough, he <laughs> fucked her. <laughs> nice. And he was like, giving me winks and nods. Like, yeah, <laughs> like, great. 
Alright, just please give me the grade before you find out you have fucking a bad case of scorching herpes. 100%. Um, speaking of people that play by the rules, this is I've only recently become aware of this ultra-marathoning, and yeah. these people are fucking crazy. These people are nuts. But it's one of those things. There's no prize money in it. There's not, you're not, it's only bragging rights to run the fastest 270 miles. You're only up against yourself. So it's not like Lance Armstrong's out there trying to juice or anything, right? Right. There's the, there's the, like the 270, there's those crazy ones. Yeah. And then they're also, and what I think this guy we're talking about, there are also these races that they say, how many miles can you do in 24 hours or in 48 hours? Right, right. And so the world record of this type of thing, Kelly Agnew, he uh, he won a bunch of those 48-hour races. And uh, when he won the last one, it was a New Year's Eve, like over the course of New Year's race. He won it by 55 miles. And people started asking questions. Yeah. And now they have their answer. Uh, Agnew was not clocking in at a remote checkpoint at the halfway point of the mile-long lap. That's right. Yeah. He was instead sitting in a porta potty for seven minutes, then jumping out to cross the mat at the start finish at the right time to keep his mile pace consistent. <laughs> oh, so it was like a loop. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine doing that for 48 hours? That's the same mile loop. Like, <laughs> This is like Awful. a freaking hamster wheel. I can't even do I can't even do ten minutes on the treadmill because it's so uh. boring. Like if I, if I'm gonna run, I have to run outside and I have to run to a point where I'm far away because then I have sure. to run back. That's the only way running is tolerable if you've got like a point to focus on. Yes, but for this, he was stripped of his uh, all of his previous races and titles. Oh, no. Now, Brian, is there anything more disturbing than a man who chooses to spend seven minutes in a porta potty? Yeah, it's not like like those people that they put their hand on a they're like, "Hey, we're going to we're the radio station's like, we're going to put a PT Cruiser down at the mall on Saturday, and if you call, if you're the 10th caller, you get a chance, and what you're going to do is you're going to put your hand on that PT Cruiser. And then the last person to, at the end of the the last person to have their hand on the PT Cruiser gets to keep it. And you're like, well, those people are fucking losers, like that they're going to spend a whole weekend doing that, right? But at least they get a fucking PT Cruiser out of the deal. Like, yeah, and at least they're gets in nothing. A, at least they're in an open, uh, somewhat open space. They're not right. in a oh, fucking yeah. porta potty. Right. That part's, that part's even especially bad, yeah. I was, uh, I was thinking about one time I really had to piss right before, uh, like one of those sprint triathlons, and yeah. I'm about to go in the ocean. So oh I'm thinking, God. all right, I'll piss in the ocean like during the the swimming part. Yeah, but you can't. You're swimming. Well, yeah, but I mean, my 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 move with the. I mean, I'm a decent swimmer, but like yeah. the triathlon people in general, like I was going to be in the bottom. Right section of the swimming. I because there's there's pass, some people that specialize in that part. Yeah, I I always pass people. Throughout the course of the race, because I was weakest at the beginning and we yeah. got better towards the run. So anyway, so I had to piss, and so I was like, "All right, I'll just piss there." And then the adrenaline gets going, and I got out of the water, and I was like, "Fuck, I forgot to piss." Yeah, and then you're so, stuck. So then I was like, "Well, I gotta." So I think I made it through the bike portion, and then I was not going to be able to do the running without pissing. So I went to a porta potty, 
And goddamn, when people are on the go, like yeah, oh, it's disgusting. Those, those things are disgusting. There disgusting. is just sprayed broth everywhere. Like there's just there's just awfulness everywhere. And this guy and, chose to be in there over and over again for seven minute clips. And it's like if they don't come pump it out quick enough, it's uh, first of all, who's shitting that much? Like what's like I'm pretty occasionally you occasionally get a code brown but if you're like if you know you're going to be away from your home base for well, a while if it's feeling you, you, touch and go i pop in an emodium so that's not going to happen but <laughs> there you go that's one remedy i I, I, feel, I, I feel like it's a mind over matter thing for me like i just i just me, wait I till i get home if i think there's any, like when i went to i went to a giants game and i yeah I, I just you, you know thought you were gonna have to shit at the Giants game. Just you never know if the yeah. taps are are kind of gross in the stadium. Right. Oh yeah. And so I was like, I'm not taking the fucking East Rutherford challenge. I'm out. So I yes. just I just back that shit up. I pop in a couple of modium and move on with my day. <laughs> I'll get it out tomorrow. Oh, uh, that's that's not an enjoyable thing though. Like I it's don't, just, see, I don't mind. Yeah. Trust me, I do this like five times a year. <laughs> Anytime so I go to a sporting funny. event, that's I so don't, funny. I won't Just do outdoor, I won't do public restrooms. So that's that's <laughs> yeah. what I do. I'll piss, but I'm I'm not I'm not taking the challenge. Any of these places, I really, I really, I try to avoid it as best I can. Like I don't, but usually I just I time I don't I don't um, use any chemical means to as part of my avoidance. I just I just try to time it. I use the rhythm method, the shitting rhythm <laughs> method. Well, you drink coffee, so you can really time it. Yeah, it's a morning morning guy. Coffee release. And how do you repeat? How do you think celebrity life will be for Kelly Agnew now that he's lost his titles? It's like it's, <laughs> that's a thing. Like he's he sat in a shitter for two days. For what he got caught and like what was the, what was the end game like what was the what was he gonna win nothing he didn't even <laughs> get a PT cruiser out of the deal like what and a you're, loser your next door neighbor could be a champion ultra marathoner and never nobody know. would know or give you a shit never know hundred percent you would never have any idea um, speaking of somebody that wanted to know something about <laughs> someone else what is going on I heard some agent got fired yeah well Jason Wood. He's a baseball agent, and he was president of baseball at Career Sports Entertainment. Has been fired by his agency, and has been suspended by the players' union for apparently filming his clients while they were taking showers. A player who chose not to be identified recently took a shower at Wood's home, according to a FanRag sports report, and found a camera. The player, uh, he fired Wood for the uh, after the confrontation. And there's an investigation into him allegedly filming numerous others. He is based in St. Louis, and he's represented uh, Red Sox star Andrew Benatendi, as well as Yankee David Phelps and the Rays' Jake Odorizzi. Um, now, Brian, how much would he have to pay you to shower in front of him on a daily basis for you? Uh, hold on. Baby's choice. It's a choice I made. Um, this is so weird. Okay, Ed, let's let's do a little role play. I'll we'll, we'll just be uh, having a conversation. Uh, hey, Ed, um, what are you what are you doing on Saturday? 
Uh, nothing much. I'm probably going to take a shower first thing in the morning. Hey, idea. Yeah? W- why don't you swing by my place? I-, I got a pretty nice shower. Just Why don't you come over to my house and take a shower? Uh, well, I usually just, like, wake up and shower at my it's place. Just, I got a really nice shower. Like, it's just, I don't, you know, like, oh, maybe we could do something after and you're going to take a shower anyway. So just instead of taking yeah. a shower in your own shower at your house, mm. you just come, I got a shower at my house. Just come take one what? there. It's interesting. You know, I I could switch it up a little bit. Yeah. Okay, I'll I'll bring a whole set of clothes over. Yes. Good idea. I'll, I got towels. Yeah. Don't don't even worry about the so towels. I'll just I show up in my boxers. <laughs> yes. Like I'll get out of bed and then just get in the car. Yeah, throw on your robe Think, or something or some sweats. Yeah, I don't own a robe, but like that's fine. Like well, I'll just I'll just go in. I'll throw a t-shirt on. Yeah. You know, I'll, I'll be modest about it. And I'll take a shower. Um and this shower, should I um, – is there a certain angle I should be facing? Well, I got to – Is, I gotta, is I the lighting better in a certain angle for the shower? I got a pretty nice shower, but just a couple – like i am just been having some work done lately. If for some reason you see like a blinking red light in there, <laughs> like an LED light. Oh, is it like a sensor just, for the shower? Yeah, it's just yeah, it's just it's like not working correctly right now. It's like you probably won't see it because it's just right around like mm. waist. It's right around waist height, maybe a little bit, a little bit lower than waist height, just just below waist height. Anyway, if you see like a blinking red light, like just sort of below waist height, don't even worry about it. You, you know, it's the not, weirdest not, thing. The last time I took a shower at your place, I kept hearing this like zoom in noise, like it was like. Mm. Like a lot of, a lot you of know, old plumbing. Oh, like is that I the said, plumbing? Yeah, that, the, sh- the, the shower's nice, right. but we get a, like a little bit of a water hammer from time to time. It's the Got pressure's it. weird. Got it's it. the neighborhood. It's I've been I, I've been but talking you said to it's a good, about it. Good enough shower that I should definitely shower there, right? Oh, for sure. Like I definitely like you're gonna. Okay. I figure you're gonna take a shower anyway. You know, you only live about twenty minutes away. Just yeah. instead, just don't even worry about your shower. Save no. the water. Do you solid? Sense. Yeah. yeah. Come on over to my place. Have Good a shower. What? Like, why are all these? Why are all his clients <laughs> having a shower at his house? Yeah, you know what your agent's supposed to do? Like, work on deals, like with the team. Yeah, I, he's not your trainer. He's your fucking no. agent. He's he's supposed to take you out, get you drunk, get you laid, get yeah. you to agree to give him whatever the rate. I think it's ten percent for baseball. Of, and then he's supposed to go out and get you the best fucking deal possible. You're, I don't know why you're bathing in his residence. What's I just can't. And maybe okay, so maybe like one like, you know, you're an up and coming guy. Maybe there's a camp or something in town in St. Louis, or I don't even know why you'd be in the town that he lived in. But say that you had to be, and he say he was like, just you know, sit. You're just a, haven't got your contract yet, so just stay in my guest room or whatever. So you don't have to pay for a hotel. So maybe like one time he could get, get a shot of one dick, but I, I just feel like this guy's like a serial dick filmer. And I just don't understand how he was getting so many guys to take showers at his house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like that's how the, all the clients connect. Hey, uh, you know, like after the game, they're just getting, Hey, what what do you what are you doing after the game? I was gonna go over to our agent's house and uh, and take a shower. Take a shower. How about you? <laughs> Wait, you too? Like 
I was going to take a shower there. That's crazy. First, I, I don't use all the hot water. I, I might hit traffic. I'm trying to think of like acquaintances whose homes I've showered at. Like I maybe go out with some friends or something. And you know, like if I'm going to get drunk, I stay in their guest room or their kids room. But that's maybe like yeah, if you're staying once over every, somebody's once place, every okay. couple years. Yeah, right. I mean, it's it it's kind of like that scene in Top Gun after the gay uh, volleyball scene. He goes over to uh, what's her name? Char Charlie? Is that her name? Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. Call sign Charlie. Yeah. And he's like, uh, "Can I take a shower?" Can I take a shower? Like, yeah. what? Is that is that a thing? Is that and a move? Also, when we discussed when we discussed on the on the uh, the Top Gun episode of the show, we discussed Miramar, where the the base is, was well inland. It's my it's like thirty miles inland, and Charlie's house was right at the beach. So he had to, this this Lieutenant Pete Mitchell. He had to go a great distance to take that shower. Seems like he just would have ran by his barracks or his apartment or whatever. Exactly. Because <laughs> I, I got I always got the impression that their volleyball game was like right by where they lived. Yes, of course. Like that was right? at like, at the base. Like like maybe forty yards away from where they lived. Yes, hundred percent. Like uh, they gave no indication that they got the entire fly squadron. To to go to an offsite location for a volleyball game, they they certainly would have brought wouldn't have brought all their wives and stuff because they were in the bleachers watching. Wow, crazy! Who just shows up and is like, "Can I take a shower?" So this this gotta is think the, after that after that uh, volleyball game match, they, they <laughs> there must have been a lot of divorce papers filed. Like, oh my god, I I think my husband's gay. Whoa, slider for sure. Like we never determined. Right. Slider's marital status, right? It's because he was an ancillary character. So there, maybe on the cutting room floor, we got some some indication as to what Slider had going on. But during the volleyball match, he was thirsting, yes, for the love of another man. Primarily, One. Goose. Goose was his guy. I thought. I mean, he was getting very chummy with Iceman there too. Well, they was, they did the they did the round the world high five. Yeah, which was. I mean, let's be I honest. I don't think like, you do that move unless you you have carnal knowledge. I don't think anybody had ever done that move before. And then, like every little league field that that came out in the summer, yeah. like suddenly, because we didn't. You know, I was eleven years old. Like we didn't know. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't really right, get the, time, the tone. Was like, oh, these guys are really doing they know something. How to, yeah, cool. they do a cool high five. Yeah. Also, Pete Mitchell, he was wearing jeans out there. Yeah. It's like the worst attire. Right, he's kind of like the uh, the European kid, the exchange student that would like go play basketball in jeans. Right, and you'd be like, yes. who who does sports? Who who does je wears Nobody. jeans during sports? Nobody. Also, he was he's like five five maybe, and he was elevating. Like he looked like Steve Timmons out there. He was he was, he was like Karch Karai. <laughs> he was getting up over the net, and those guys are like six six. Like they have. <laughs> Do you a think foot they have on him? 
Did they have one of those little uh, like springboards, like the yeah, like gymnast springboards? <laughs> yeah, or one of those one of those eighties aerobics. Uh, oh, aero- the round thing. <laughs> yeah, the aerobics trampoline. <laughs> yes, so many good eighties workout devices. <laughs> Ed, there's so um, United States primary Middle Eastern ally, Saudi Arabia. Right. Nobody ever wants to take like a close. Uh, look at that relationship, by the way, because we're like, oh, we got to. Oh, it's best, best to just like. This say, Saddam yeah, Hussein, he oppresses his people. We got to import democracy. They need to, they right. need to have the vote there. We got to go and, That's and exactly spread it. democracy. Oh, what about uh, Saudi Arabia? Oh, no, no, they're cool. No, no, no. That's, they're like, they're, they're cool. They, That's they, our ally. We work, we work something out. Well, so when they're not um, cutting people's hands off, for petty theft or stoning women to death for being in the in a room with someone that they're not related to, um, a, a man, uh, they're they're not letting people see movies. They had they had not had movie theaters in Saudi Arabia for thirty five years, Ed. And wow. now now they've got like some new. So what prints. was thirty five years ago? What year is that? So well, that was like around. Um, that was around. Top Gun. That was around that was the, the time of Top movie. Gun. Yeah, maybe Top Gun was so gay. They're like Jesus. Well, because they're they're um, they're probably like, oh, let's go see this movie where the um, let's go see all the F 16s that the Americans are selling to us. Right. Like, let's go see all the stuff we're going to buy one of these aircraft carriers, and then they go see the movie and they're like, oh, oh no, oh no, no. Yeah, instead of inspiring fighter pilots, they're inspiring guys to sing the Everly Brothers and grease up during volleyball matches. Yes, exactly. So then, so they outlawed because of Top Gun. Obviously, they outlawed movie theaters. But there's a new, there's like a new leadership there. I think some new prince has moved in, and he's like, he's like switching things up, and he's like, he's like, like the cool pope. They let um. Yeah, it's like the cool popes. The cool popes cool because he's like, "Hey, gay people shouldn't go to hell and be killed." And they're like, "Yeah, you're so yeah. cool. Still can't be what married, cool, right? And what a cool have, pope you are. You, yeah, and you can't have sex outside of marriage. But yeah, we, we they're not going to go to hell. Yeah, as no, long you're as they never you're, practice being gay. You're still sinners, and God still hates you. But it's you're fine. <laughs> uh, so yeah, similarly, like this guy's like, hey, women can like sort of drive sometimes. Oh, they can't vote. It's not to not be crazy, but we'll let them like drive cars in certain places on certain days. Um, well, now he's he's lifted the ban on movie theaters, and it was they really. So it must a, have been. Let's think. What movie inspired him? Like, what's, what's well, you're thinking. Uh, they, you know, they never got to see The Godfather, so they're like, finally, like, let's reopen the. Let's reopen right. the movie theaters for the Godfather, or yeah, yeah, like one of the just s- canon movies of the time. And it actually is the case. Um, the Emoji Movie <laughs> was the one that got them to finally break the break the thirty-five-year-old ban. Because Whoa. they they wanted I, to see I've, Captain I've Picard been to that one in the theaters. I Whoa. mean the the shit. Like I don't even. I wouldn't even text the emoji. Who hate that word? Well, that that was like the setup for the biggest joke in the movie. Like oh, oh yeah, saw that coming. look look at poop in 
in the men's room, and he's not washing his hands. Oh, disgusting. Oh, because oh, he, he is shit. Yeah. So it was oh, like, that's that was so disgusting. And then there's a linger on that, like you're supposed to laugh. And it's really, it's, and uh, James Corden is the voice of one of them. Oh, I just really hate him. It's bad. I mean, I understand they're our ally, but that movie could put, you know, terror camps into place. Like, right, that's true. That's the type of thing, like, you're soon going to see training videos shot out of Saudi Arabia because of this movie. And there for sure will be sequels there'll be i would i would think so multiple emoji movies and so we could be inspiring years of anti-americanism throughout sure and i can't blame them if they watch this movie no i mean they they can certainly afford to make sequels because i know they spent zero money on screenwriters zero (laughs) right like no. somebody's somebody's fucking niece wrote this movie. It's terrible. Now you you're anti emoji, and often you you say when you see when you get emojis texted to you, despite having the big iPhone, the Plus, you still you cannot make out what the emojis are. Were you having that problem I, on? Were you like, is that a piece of pizza? No, you you have to understand. You've got you've got like. Things that are pizza or a banana or whatever, you know, like things that are different. But when you've got all these facial expressions, like I can't tell, is yeah. it angry or laughing right. or crying? Like what? what's going on here? The, the crying one's kind of hard because there's one that looks like a tear, but it's actually a bead of sweat. Like above. Right. That's what I'm talking about. Like, what are you trying to tell me when it's these weird facial expressions that nobody actually has? Um, and yeah. the douche chill one is like when somebody tells a joke and then they stick out the tongue, like, uh, and just kidding. Like that's no, say um, something funny. Just say something funny. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just use your words. Um, uh, that said, I love emojis and I use them all the time. <laughs> um, this is something that's not, will come as no surprise. Um, there's a lot of conspiracies going on. And so lately, and you, you've probably heard about this at my, uh, my Insta stories. I've been oh, blowing up. Happened? No, they've been, they've, they're on fire and I still have not, I checked the receipts and I still have not seen a daily <laughs> view, even a single Insta story. And I caught somebody else the other day where they're like, they hit me on Twitter and they're like, "Yeah, I had to, I had to uh, drop out after Insta Story number sixty-five, and then I went on there and I looked, and they no, you they, didn't, yeah, and they watched right to the end. I always catch them. They always say they don't watch, it, but it they tells do. you how long they stick with it. No, but I do. You know, they're fifteen seconds long, so I'll do one subject could be like five, oh sto- five stories, and they'll what? be like, so you're just you're doing multiple." Instagram stories. Like, yeah, I can't get it all out in 15 seconds. So I do, you know, I'll do like four or five in a row on the same subject. And it could be how my fanny pack matches my hat or could be, I did another one the other day about how I look like John Belushi and there's uh, all sorts of good ones on there. There's really, it's really Sounds high great. level entertainment. Um, but well, Oh, but what I've been doing lately is when I see 
um, chemtrails, which is a oh. government, which is a government conspiracy. What they do is they fly they fuck planes. with your mind. Yeah, well, that well, we're not sure. It could they could also be controlling the weather, mm. which I don't. We haven't really determined. We haven't really determined what the end game is with the chemtrails, but we know they're real. Conspiracy theorists love they never not have getting that. to the end game. Right. They never they don't tell you about building seven. What's up with building seven? Well, what is up with it? Uh, yeah, there's some there was some papers in there That's that did right. they didn't why didn't they fly the plane into it then? Why didn't they just have another plane like, flying? You tell it? me what was up with it. Yeah, they just try to turn it around. They only have the questions. They don't have the answers. So but Fancy Sauce has been getting kinda she's was like a little not upset, but she was just like a little concerned because I've been doing some about when I see these government chemtrails in the sky, I I'll do take a picture of it and I'll put it in my Insta story with like a hashtag, like stay woke or something. And I'll even talk about it. Like, Hey, what are they doing up there? And then p- people will message me. And like most of them, I think know that I'm making a joke, but some people are like, yeah, you know, what is up with that? And so fancy sauce the other day, she's like, you know, people probably think, that you really believe in chemtrails. And I'm like, yeah. That's and okay. She, yeah. And she's like, what? She's like, but that, you know, they're going to think that's, that that's really, and I'm like, uh huh. So, like, I don't care. Do you remember on our Facebook page, we posted something and some guy got super deep into it about chemtrails? And he's like, that's, and then that I was, was like, that made oh, me calm sad. Down. And it, then he was really coming at that me. That made me and sad. He's like, have you considered this and this and this and this and this subsection four, blah, 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 blah. No. And they just put, nah. And then, <laughs> I know. That was a real bummer, Ed. <laughs> I don't know who that when guy Somebody's was. trying to engage you and you just say, nah. He was super sincere because we did something on the show about chemtrails. <laughs> and he's like, he went on our Facebook page and was like, you know, have you ever thought about maybe you never saw those when you were a kid. And then all of a sudden you started seeing them and like things were changing. Oh, yeah, around. a lot. Paragraphs. Yeah, and it was like, oh, you know, and he was really believed it, and then it made it made me really bummed out that, <laughs> nah, you know, because he seemed like a nice person and everything, but he yeah. just really believes in this dumb thing that's not true. Well, speaking of that, Ed, speaking yeah. of conspiracy theories, the great um, philosopher Charlie Daniels of the Charlie <laughs> Daniels Band. <laughs> He's got some theories. Apparently, um, Taco Bell, mm-hmm. which it's rare that you're going to find me siding with Taco Bell in any situation <laughs> after what they've done to me in the past. Like, there's no emodium could stand up to that, Ed. That's just not. Oh, yeah. uh, I, I'm I'm staunchly in the anti Taco Bell campaign uh, side usually, but in this case, I guess they did some commercial. That, that was like a play on the Illuminati. Okay. They have some commercial. Is Taco Bell nationwide? They have Taco those in Bell, Jersey? Yeah, they, had, they used to have the Chihuahua that's right, definitely the, been dead for like 20 they, years. Now. They had a, a commercial the other day, and it's like the $5 meal, and it was like all this food. And I'm like, <laughs> they're, they're all like that. Because I saw one for like Burger King the other day. Yeah. It was like, we'll give you a pile of 13 burgers and this <laughs> yes. and that. It's like, I'm like $3. But it's what? Like, it's like, it's meant for, like, it's, they're saying it's a meal for a human being. And I'm like, I, just, I had to pause it and I motioned a fancy sauce. I'm like, imagine eating all that food. And it was like, it was like <laughs> five it items. Nothing. It costs nothing. It's so much. Uh, yeah. So 
I, I guess they did some, they have a campaign that references the Illuminati, which I don't know okay. if you know what that is, Ed, but that's like, that's like a group. It's like the Rothschilds. Yeah. The, some other people, rich, right. just any kind of rich name. Oprah, R- Oprah sometimes gets bandied about in that one. Well, she's black. They don't, they don't let black people in the Illuminati, do they? Well, they're, well, isn't there the other secret crew where it's like Oprah and Jay-Z and Beyonce? Oh, they have a thing? Like the, the chocolate Illuminati or something. Uh, <laughs> really? I didn't know there's about some, that. There's some black conspiracy group, too. Uh, oh, shut the fuck up. But Oprah's usually the... tied into this bullshit. Well, of course. She's she's the president now. Did you know that? But yeah. The, the uh, yeah. The, uh, but yes, the, uh, the Rothschilds... Um, I, yeah, like descendants of like famous rich Rockefellers. people. Rockefellers. Right. Sure, there's a Carnegie in there. Carnegie, Car- yes. Carnegie, as they say in Western PA. Yes. <laughs> uh, well, anyway, the um, Taco Bell, they're doing a campaign. They got a big advertising budget, Taco Bell, and they got their, they did some campaign that it's, has something to do with the Illuminati, which is real. And Charlie Daniels, who is mm. fucking woke as fuck tweeted because he has twitter charlie daniels of the charlie daniels band and the one song devil went down to georgia yeah you think they go he goes to all the country fairs all summer long and he just plays and he's like we're the charlie daniels band and then he plays the devil went down to georgia and then he just plays that like six or seven times and then just leaves (laughs) well yeah um there, I, I forget which band, but it was like Spade. I remember in his old stand-up act talked about like going to a Skinnerd concert and they played Freebird first, and there was yeah. almost a stampede. Yes. To- <laughs> that's on, that's on his HBO special. Yeah. Um, I one time went to uh, Hoboken. Like every year has like a street fair, and they'll get like they they got like some good years they'll get like Joan Jett to perform yeah. for free and. One year they had Nancy Sinatra, and it was like, "All right, let's let's see if she could just do these boots are made for walking, and then we'll just get the fuck out of here." And like, I got like two and a half songs in, and it didn't seem like she was ready to play that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "You know what? I mean, how bad do I need to hear that song?" So I just walked. You had to wait for the end. You had to sit. No, there. I just, just I was show not, up at I, the end because I realized she was probably going to go on for another forty five minutes, yeah. and like, I don't have that club in my bag. I'm just, <laughs> I was out. Uh, no, I, I don't blame you. Uh, so Charlie Daniels, with a verified check mark, tweeted, "Hey Taco Bell." Except he didn't at Taco Bell. He just typed out Taco Bell, and also he didn't put any any kind of punctuation. He just said, "Hey Taco Bell," and then he did return, and then on the next line it said, "The, the Illum- fact that he's on Twitter is pretty surprising because it is crazy. like you said he." He probably doesn't spend much time outside of a county fairs. So it's like, where is he going to learn punctuation and stuff like that? <laughs> That's, true. That's true. And he's probably like, he's probably from one of those places that where they talk, where they have an accent and then like just usually planes just go over wherever he's from. And they don't actually land in those places. Like yeah. Wherever- he, does, he's, he, he doesn't strike me as a guy from. A metropolitan area. No, like, he's not no. from Atlanta. I, I would say there's like a directional, there's a directional indicator before the state that he's from. So he's right. like West Virginia. West Georgia. No, yes, no. yes. Southern Tennessee. Yeah. Like something like that. Uh, 
So he tweeted, hey, Taco Bell, the Illuminati is not a frivolous subject. And then he followed up with, Benghazi ain't going away, exclamation point. Wow. And then he's hitting, he's hitting a couple bullet points. Then he's got, then he's, he, he appeals to the real Illuminati. Every good and perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of the heavenly lights, James 1 17. That's the Bible, Ed. And he, he can, oh, there's more. He did Benghazi ain't going away a couple times. And then, and then he also said, well, it can't go away if you keep bringing it up, Chaz. Then, then he said, then, he says, "Go to got to go down off this mountain and get some supplies. <laughs> check check oh. with y'all after a while." He lives. He, so that's definitely that's definitely like the Ozarks of Appalachia. Yeah. Uh, so, so Ed, how can we trust a guy that raised the hand of Johnny when the Devil's fiddle solo was? infinitely Definitely. better and by by any measure the victor in the devil went down to georgia fiddle battle yeah and <laughs> there's so much going on with that song because i knew we were doing this story today and we have one of those alexas you know the uh, yeah and you said play thing. it and so yeah. i was like i was like all right play the devil one down to georgia i want to remember this song like is it really such a blowout by the devil? And it is. It's it's a, so much better. It's like that uh, final, that NCAA final where UNLV and Larry Johnson, and Stacey Ogman destroyed Duke. Yes, like it, it's just like the Bears Patriots Super Bowl, totally. and the devil destroys them. But also, can you imagine if you were in a fucking bar and like all of a sudden like good and evil's gonna battle? They're like, oh shit, they're gonna, they're gonna what? Are they, they have weapons. No, electric fiddle. <laughs> We're going to, like, do you think there's anything to, like, this is what's going down, and then, like, the instrument is a fucking electric fiddle. Yeah, you what? just root for them both to lose, right? <laughs> yeah, you you, you, vo- you you root for the ele- electricity to blow out. Like, you, 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 you vote for a riot. Like, there, what, who would sit through a fucking electric no. fiddle battle? No, <laughs> and then like, and I also like at the end. Not only does does he Johnny win, it's like you son of a bitch. I'm the best that's ever been. It's like yeah. best. That's, I mean, I'm pretty sure there are only two people that play the electric fiddle, <laughs> Wait, like who's, Johnny and the fucking devil. Who's that's who's right. ranking these things? Like is right. the, like the the um the ultra marathoner that hung out that's for right. two days in the in the toilet? He probably could right. say he's the best ultra marathoner. Yeah. Nobody would argue. I bet that ultra marathoner is better than Johnny at the electric fiddle. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. Jo- Johnny sucked. Uh, okay. And this, should we, this fancy sauce is not. She's out again. Well, I mean, she made a showing <laughs> briefly she, and I thought she I might didn't hear her. I did. <laughs> I know she's, she's worked on that, but I don't, I don't know if she's going to, Oh, Ed, yeah. Lucky for us, we are about to be graced. By That's the commitment. Because pre- I know the, she doesn't listen to the show. She's, so not, she's not really into she's, the show. She's not a listener. She's not like super involved. But I will say this. She played Hurt a couple weeks ago. She played Hurt and the listeners 
They love it. Love her. They're always asking, where's Fancy Sauce? What's Fancy Sauce thoughts on this? Condolences for her team. Yes, she got got condolences for her team. Of course, so we we talk sports on this show. We're the sports show of record, but we're also the pop culture show of record. And we do that via our very own pop culture correspondent. Her name is Fancy Sauce. She joins us now to give us all of the celebrity gossip that we don't know about. Fancy Sauce, how are you? I am good. I'm a, hi, Ed. I'm a little under the weather still. Oh, yeah. The seasonal um, sickness has been trying to take me down. You used that PMA like I did, and you fought it off. I was proud of I you. I did, I was yeah. a little concerned because you had a, you had a scarf. You had a tightly wrapped scarf. That's what you do scarf. when you're, you have What's a sore PMA? throat. Positive mental attitude. When you have a sore throat, you're supposed oh. to wrap up your, keep your throat is area warm. Is that true? Is yeah. that, or is that just a wives' that's what, tale? That's what singers do, right? Yeah, they do, and they drink. And she was, she was drinking. I mean, it teas. seems like common you sense went full Adele. Oh yeah, treatment. she was, she was convalescing. Ed, I was very concerned about her, but you know what? The next day, she was better. I'm better. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a hundred percent. She's but mostly better. I didn't get worse. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, Kate. No e o. Uh, one just came in during the show, and I just all I can see. Is that it's from John and Fullerton, Uh-oh. and I don't I don't know if I'm ready for that this week. We've had so much show already. I might save that for next week. It's just it's just arrived during save the show, it for next hot week. off the press. We'll talk about it next week. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in fancy pop? Oh, I don't and know. Quickly, how- hold it before you get to that. Bachelor fans, stay tuned after the show. Jason Stewart and I will break down the most recent episode of the Bachelor, which is going. Off this season. Best season in a while. I'm way into it. And anybody else that's into it, hang out after Brian the show. Is so into it. It's so good. It's such it's a. It's the best it's been. I'm just, I don't best know. Best season happened. in a while. I used to really, I used oh, to blog fantastic. about it. Oh, it's great. Okay. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? I just want to say thanks to our newest Patreon. Oh, Patreon. We have a Patreon subscriber, David Bray. Yeah. Thank you, David. Oh, yeah, I know David. He's he very active his on Twitter. Subscription. He's, not, he's not particularly, it's not that he's ashamed, but he, he likes to qualify where he's from. Oh, he, he's, says, he says, David in Salt Lake City for, for work. work. Yeah. David he's a super has, fan. He's great. He, David's tripled his contribution yeah. wow. um, in lieu of some Bachelor he's, yeah, he's, recaps. He so, said, I need you to do David, Bachelor thank you. reporting. And our newest member, Zach Mark, welcome to the Patreon. Zach, family. you are not a Mark. <laughs> um, this, you know what? And we Z didn't. Man delivers. I I will say this, and I, I failed. Uh, we were going to do another picks show for the NFL games this week, and I. It's when my, you know, every other week my kids are here, and I was yeah. just too. I just couldn't. I couldn't do it. So we failed this week. We didn't do a Patreon picks show. <laughs> And it but, really, we really hurt them because I went three and one this week. I had I, my picks all well, down. Maybe we no, can I was do one on. I was four and zero. Maybe we can do one on Friday the, uh, before the weekend. The Jags. I had the Jags. Wow. I had the Jags. What? What other teams won? I had the Jags. Yeah. I had the Eagles beating. Or Me too. Covering against they were underdogs. At I used I used to they do got, yoga with Nick Foles. He's got a huge dong. Go on. Who else? And the uh, that great Vikings Saints game because Amazing. they didn't kick the extra point. Vikings covered. Yeah. To the Falcons. I mean, uh, the Saints, Saints, Saints covered, covered. Sorry. Saints and covered. And then 
Falcons lost two weeks uh, ago. The Patriots, you knew, were going to blow out Tennessee. Were they playing again this weekend? Uh, No, they don't. That's not how the playoffs work. You just you Uh, one and done in the playoffs. Rude, condescending comment from Brian Dean. By the way, Dean, no longer an O, wished you via email. Sorry to hear about your Panthers and their loss. Thanks, Dean. Did you had you heard about your favorite team, the Panthers, and that they were no longer in the playoffs? Were you aware of that? They lost and they had to go back home to yeah. What's what city? North Carolina. Right. That's right. Yes, I heard about yes. it. Uh, okay, so, oh, I was going to hit you up. Ed, do you think this week at the normal time we could do a picks, a Patreon picks show? Are you uh, available? Yeah. Okay, this this week I will not flake. We'll do a Patreon picks show that will post either Friday night or Saturday morning. Patreon fam, be prepared for that. Uh, Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? What is happening in Fancy Pop? Okay, Trent Reznor, one of your one of your favorite bands, Nine Inch Nails. Never liked that band. Never liked their music. I will say though, I like that "fuck you like an animal" song. Oh my god, I hated that. Um, I hated every. I hate the whole sound, the whole vibe of what he does. Not Brian's thing, but I did like. I do appreciate that he's a guy that does his own thing, even if I hate it. And he was his story was pretty interesting in the Defiant ones the dog yeah that was that was actually a cool part of that yeah, yeah i agree wasn't uh, he really yoked like he's, he is like now he's he's, i think he like some, doesn't drink or anything doing he's some human growth hormone super maybe. fit yeah he's, he's a good looking guy i'd fuck him but i, I don't yeah. like his music let's not get yeah, crazy um dick. so anyway he has a crazy neighbor play with his balls like legit crazy neighbor um he said to get the police involved on christmas eve trent uh, says he, he was live? out in new orleans la um, oh. I'm guessing LA. I yeah. don't know. He's um, but he's from New Orleans. He's had to right. file paperwork to keep this guy away. Um, uh, restraining order. Yeah, I guess yeah. he's like that. Can get scary. He, he like yells at people that are oh leaving Trent's God. house about how um, Satan was coming for Trent on oh. Christmas Eve. According to these documents, Trent says he was outside with his kids when he spotted this guy disheveled, wearing an open uh, shirt, no. shorts, and Santa hat, walking up and down the sidewalk, huh? ranting, did, rich people can do have... anything they want, but the Lord will get them in the end. So he's a crazy religious well, nut job who's probably going to stab him. <laughs> that's you know, that's yeah. a good point. Does he play? Well, where would he plug it in at? But this, so he's gotten the restraining <laughs> order, but these type of, this is a type of crazy person yeah, that like becomes fixated on somebody and they're like, you know, that type of yeah. crazy fixation. Yes. He, he'll try to kill you. He, and what's Sorry, weird Jen. is he, yeah. I would fucking There's be moving house if I was do. you. Like, no, you can't do shit. What What's weird though is that he's ranting against rich people, and yet he lives next door to Trent Reznor. Do you think? Right. Do you think Trent, who's done pretty well? Do you think Trent Reznor's taken up residence in like Skid Row or something? I mean, he might have inherited the house from his mom yeah, and be like uh, destitute. Yeah, that could be. That could be. Um, yeah, that's terrifying. I do recall. I remember um, the the gorgeous Sandy Bullock woke up. One night in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. and fucking looked down her hallway, yeah. and there was a fucking human being. No, thank you. Standing in her so fucking scary. hallway, and she had to do oh, like geez. a fucking panic room situation. Mm-hmm. And it's just because she's in movies. Yeah, her she happens to work in a field where people know who she is and think that they know her yeah. because they've watched yeah. her and in they movies think that they're in love they're with each other. Insane. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, so I don't. Uh, while I don't wish. Trent Reznor's music on me. I don't wish him this dilemma. No. Okay. It's a little bit scary. What else? I don't know if you guys know, but Kim Kardashian had a surrogate carry her third child because she has medical um, issues that prevented her from 
Which would have made an, a third yeah, pregnancy very a risky kid. for her. Saint. Prince Michael North, West. North and Saint. North and Saint. Yes. And what's this and new they, one? Which I don't believe they She just or had she already did. Her surrogate, surrogate, surrogate just gave birth to a baby girl, and uh, Kim and Kanye were the first people in the hospital room and um, to have skin-to-skin con- skin skin contact skin, with the baby. Skin-on-skin. Uh, skin. Um, now, question. Do, did, despite the fact that it's a surrogate, did Kanye get to um, put that baby in there the old-fashioned way? I the doubt tribute. it. The way the way God intended. I doubt it. The natural mm-hmm. way. I know what you mean. If there was, if I had to be into um, surrogacy, I would want to. I wouldn't be any tur- doing any turkey-based or shit. I don't trust that. I only trust the. You don't trust it. Natural yeah, way. You don't trust it of pregnancy. That's my religion. <laughs> I only believe in natural yep. impregnation. Got it. Uh, what have they called this kid? They haven't released Prince a Michael. Paris. Haven't released a name. Paris yet. Michael West. Yeah, I think Prince and Paris are actually Michael Jackson's children's names. So blanket isn't blanket. Blanket. And blanket. blanket. So get some original blanket, names. Brian. Get some. West. Do some original guessing. Brian. I feel like Brian's due for a comeback. It's a girl. Oh, it's a girl. Runaway. Yeah. Runaway. That's a great Kanye song. I just thought maybe he oh. was after his song. Mm-hmm. Oh, got it. Uh, okay. What yeah. else, Kate? Maybe they'll call it Pablo. Life of Pablo. College dropout. That was I a can great name an album. album. Uh, okay. What else? Uh, some Black sad news. Out. Penthouse magazine might be going out of business. Oh, this is terrible news for 12 year old me. Yeah. This, um, this was my go to mag. I mean, I didn't think there was any chance they were still in business. Still, it is kind of sad. Yeah. This was their latest financial woes mm. also come at a time when rival Playboy Enterprises is also facing difficulties, considering ending its print magazine, which was started more than six decades ago. Really? Playboy's not going to do just no print? Sounds like it. Everything's Uh, going digital. Is Larry Flynn still alive? Yeah, he's still alive. He's killing yeah. it in the. Yeah, I used to love talking like him. Yeah, he's great. It's fun. You can talk it's like fun him anytime. Um, speaking of that, well, kind of off topic, but if you haven't watched it yet, watch the Netflix documentary Jim and Andy. Oh yeah, it's you love that. About What's the it about? it's about the making of. The, um, Andy Kaufman, Man on the Moon, by Andy Kaufman. Carrey. Oh yeah, I keep hearing about it. I Dude, haven't seen it. Yet. Jim Carrey is. A, I'm going to watch it. Brian watched it without me, which was rude. Insane, completely bonkers, insane genius. Yeah, it's a crazy movie. Anyway, that I, I digress. Um, Penthouse was my go-to mag as a kid because it it was Playboy wasn't Filthy. hardcore enough, and Hustler was was hardcore enough, but the chicks were gross. Penthouse had like chicks almost as hot as Playboy, but they would they would show you the full they would like open right. them, they would open themselves up. Open they, kimono. Yeah, they'd be like, hey, check this out. You can look inside me. And one of the best days of my childhood was when they 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 put my neighbor's penthouse in my mailbox. Oh my god! How does that even happen? That's that's like Christmas and your birthday all rolled into one. I Best know. And ever. then the the only downside was I then I diligently checked the mail 
every day until I left for college, and I never got a free penthouse again. The only one. The neighbor got wise. And I fucking used the hell out of that thing. Just imagine, like, the just the 80s are so great. We're like, I'm getting fucking porno magazines delivered in my fucking mailbox because I got a mustache and shit. I got a Coke spoon and I'm fucking, I get, I get porno put in my mailbox. You should see the it's way so Kate's looking at and me And I right know now. he was looking for it. And I, I, I used yeah. to like, just see the guy and be like, I'm sorry. I know he's missing that February. <laughs> he, he knew you had it. He knew he had it. Uh, okay. What else? Kate? Um, sad news. About Dolores O'Riordan of the Cranberries, who died, um, quote, suddenly. Very sad. Um, I guess she tried. Do we have rumors? She'd been dreadfully depressed in recent weeks, was also suffering with a lot of back pain. She tried taking her life by ODing actually back in 2003, saying she'd suffered from depression and ultimately a mental breakdown. She was also diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Dolores said she believes some of her emotional problems emanated from being abused as a child, yeah, which is um, certainly very sad. sad. Um, she rose to fame when she was like 18 or 19 um, with the Cranberries when she replaced their lead singer. Um, and they went on to huge international Oh, they had a singer success. before her. Yeah. Um, but nobody knew them then. Right. She also right. split from her husband of 20 years in 2014. So mm. that's... Uh, uh, very sad. Can't... Not gonna pretend that I was a fan of their music. You didn't like Zombie? Zombie fucking kicked ass. I mean, I remember it. I I recall it, but no, I wasn't. I mean, it's okay, I guess. Um, but I, a lot of people, like real Twitter, was going nuts with the Dolores or O'Riordan passing, which I thought, oh, which I was surprised by. I didn't yeah. realize well, she was so I think popular. the Cranberries were real young. like nineties. Yeah, she was only forty six. One of those like '90s yeah. bands that yeah. kind of resonated with a him. lot of people. Yeah, didn't didn't resonate with this yeah. guy. Yeah, so I'm currently coaching a friend of mine who what? is being um, relentlessly um, hit on on all social media platforms. What? This has been going on for like cool. three or four hmm. years. By I can't say who the friend is, but I can tell you who the person is. It is none other than Entourage's know. Jeremy Piven. What? So I'm trying to coach my before? I'm trying to coach my friend on what? Um, what to reply to his last DM Twitter DM. Oh. Another friend is saying don't respond. I've come up with lots of funny responses. Oh, do respond. Let's get a hang out of this. I want to hang with the Piv man. <laughs> yeah. um, she's definitely not going to be what going out with him. What? Yeah, say I'd like to yeah, find out how you're so plugged <laughs> he, in to the Hollywood oh, scene. Ed, <laughs> low blow. He, he, you know, he has an adorable French bulldog. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know if I knew that. He was. Hey, do you remember they that say one yeah to a Jeremy Piven role where he like talks extra fast and is super confident? He was. Ba- I liked when he was um, 49 and he was still in college and P P L P C U. Very good yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I, this is the first I've heard about this. It's, I want to be friends with Jeremy Piven. Um, sorry, buddy. Don't I don't think it's going to happen. Ruin it for me. Okay. <laughs> what else, Kate? Um, in some of the most disturbing news Uh-oh. of the week, headline, January Jones is oh, dating Bachelor Nick Vile. Oh, my God. January Jones, a.k.a. Betty Draper of Mad Men, is dating Bachelor tool Nick Vile. This what I, the actual fuck is happening? I saw this. I saw this 
on Twitter. It was shared by a friend of the show. Brian like paused the TV show we were watching. He was like, oh my God. I saw it. And I was, Ed probably didn't see it because he's got Mark the Nomad muted because they have beef. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Oh, they've, been beefing. they've been beefing for years. I think he's got him muted. But I I'm, I am a friend to all of our listeners. And well, especially don't say Mark someone's the muted. They might not be. And no, I love Mark the Nomad. Mark the Nomad's great. And uh, he he sent that my way. And it's it. I gotta That's admit, sti- it's rage. I, is he at least? I mean, I know I I know of him because you've talked about him a lot. He's a douche. But is he at least good looking? He was Kate? on the Bachelor. I mean, I think Kate does think he's good looking. I I can objectively see that he's cute, he's but really I don't shape. find him cute. He's in good shape. Yeah, but he's so repulsive. His personality he mumbles and just that. I look just Such look at him and I'm I'm grossed out. But objectively, I can see that he's a tool. that is he's, he's a tool. cute. I guess. And here's the thing: his ticket is punched because now he we were talking about this starlet. So he's always going to be he's a, always going to be able to say, "Oh, I'm a loser. Am models. I? I dated January Jones." I mean, it's like that one's really in his. It really fucking hurts. It really annoys uh, me. I'm still struggling with the. Uh, with Colin Jost with uh, Scarlett Johansson. Is that still going this, on? I kind of get that, though. Kate, Kate's attracted to Colin Jost. Mm-hmm. She thinks he's cute. He's funny person I can remember. I can't stand him. Seeing on the show. But yeah. I can see that he's cute. Yeah. I know you've made m- many comments I mean, I've about made him. twice. Yeah. So the thing about January Jones is she, she went She's on some, like, oh, she hot. went on James Corden, and she was talking oh about how she was a Bachelor super you, fan. Now, you've brought, now you may as well bring up and Hamilton. And so she said to, she on Corden, she said, you don't know if you, uh, this is about Nick, you don't know if you like him or if he's a scumbag, but that's why I'm attracted to him, maybe. Yes, yes, because he's thing, He reached out to her to do a duet on that, um, what's that? Um, Carpool karaoke. Lip sync battle show. Carpool karaoke? No, it's oh. not nothing to do with James Corden. It's oh. a show, Lip Sync Battle. I, don't I think know. Chrissy Teigen. I mean, you're asking me like I would know about something like this. And I think I don't. Chrissy Teigen um, hosts it. And she declined, but then he asked her out for a drink and she accepted. And apparently, oh, my says God. a source. I hope the source is bullshit. Oh They've been seeing God. each other since for a oh, couple of months. Of course, it's not bullshit. It's been floated by their oh, management. It's not an deal. accident that this is news. Well, it's, I'm embarrassed for her. Oh, What's I, she thinking? Yes, it's not good for her career. Dude. Um. So anyway, she's super hot. Really disturbed by that. Okay. And possibly the best. Bob, Bobby Flay got that too. Possibly Flay, the Robert best Flay. story of the week. I don't know if you guys Bloody know, events. but you may or may not know. Rick Ross, rapper Rick Ross, the boss loves Wingstop chicken wings from Wingstop, lemon pepper chicken wings. Oh no! He doesn't seem like he got that way by not loving food. That's true. After posting numerous pictures and videos on social media professing his love of lemon pepper wings, so like you, he probably did a lot of Insta stories, but all of his were about Wingstop wings. Yeah, he became an ambassador. Now he's the proud owner of nine Wingstop chains. Shut up. Oh, wow. Franchise. That's how you make the real money. Those sure. franchises. You a get Memphis rapper reportedly in an effort to gain Rick Ross's attention and probably, yeah. you know, yeah. ultimately get signed to his label. Yeah. He's like, has been arrested. Has been arrested yeah. after robbing the Tennessee fast food chain. Uh, oh, he, he robbed one of Rick he Ross's stores? He robbed a wink spot. His name is Cedric Miller. He's a real genius. Right. 
got arrested for robbing a Wingstop, hoping to get Rick Ross's attention. That seems like a good move. And maybe he should try to have sex with his girlfriend next to to, to really (laughs) impress Well, hold on. What a plan. Rick Ross, famously, before becoming a world-famous rapper, was a Florida prison guard. That's right. So maybe this guy was a little confused and thought... Maybe, maybe it just in case the rapping thing didn't work out that Rick Ross was still working his nine to five. And he's like, maybe I get arrested. I go to prison. Rick Ross is my guard. He's my hack. I throw my yeah. mixtape in from my cell instead of like everyone else is throwing their excrement and their cum at him when he walks by. When I walk by, I throw my mixtape. Boom. That's. Yeah, gold. That is that's a plan. Probably the probably the best way to get famous. Hundred percent. I agree. I agree. I think that's at least in the top two or three. Glad you agree. It. Kate, is that it? That's it. Please say it's it. Okay, that's that's great. Uh, Thank you for joining us. Sorry about your Panthers. Yeah, been in a deep depression about it. Don't. I'm going to ask you not to look at the teams that are playing in the football games this weekend. Well. I, I don't mean, feel don't like really that'll need be. To ask I don't feel like that'll be difficult <laughs> for you to avoid. That? And then we'll have you on the show for our special Patreon mm. edition yeah. of the picks. We'll pick the right. AFC. I do know how to pick a we'll winner. Pick, we'll pick the AFC, and then what's the other conference? There's the AFC and something. NAC? NAC, the AFC and the NAC. See, we'll I pick know. those. Yes, I know. We'll pick, football. We'll, yes, we'll pick the conferences. Knack football. Yep, the Knack. See who's going to win the Knack. And uh, and we'll put that up on Patreon. Um, also, stay tuned for Jason Stewart and I discussing The Bachelor. It's a fucking epic season. R.A. Lion Dyke season. I'll be having dinner and watching TV. Um. Yes. Um, so, for Kate McManus... For Ed Daly, my name is Brian Beckner. This has been episode 203 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast. Oh, my God. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Stay tuned for The Bachelor. Yeah. With his black beanie, he walks in the dead of night Only way to see him is if he's lit up by street lights. He's slightly taller than the average human height But the shadow he casts might easily give one fright He's peaceful, but you wouldn't know what to get at home Hey guys, we are back. It is the Bachelor Lifestyle, the Bachelor portion of the Baller Lifestyle podcast. I am joined now by regular Bachelor contribu- contributor easy for me to say, to the show. It's Jason Stewart. Jason, how are you, my man? Everything okay? Beckner, we need to just rush into this because this this uh, season is heating up. It's getting really good. It is getting really good. Uh, okay, it's all sort of, I didn't make any notes this week other than who got to stay. Um, so you might have to fill me in. So we start off... Just oh, no, By the way, just um, yeah. I, don't, I hate to give you... Uh, I hate to give you notes about the business on the air, but I feel maybe it's a, a good learning moment. Um, being unprepared for a broadcast is fine. It happens. People get busy. But sounding unprepared or right. just o- openly right. admitting that you're not prepared, that's 
that's one of those no-nos. No, this is my whole the this whole thing that we do here is just to dial in my it's an exercise in dialing in my improvisational skills. I just want to see like how good I am off the cuff. And I'm pretty good. So we're going to continue with that. Um, refresh my memory. So they go, oh, so it starts off, they're all chilling, sitting way too close to, to each other on the couch. Um, and you know, you can tell, like, they don't. there's not hair and makeup people there at the, it's morning, and there's not right. hair and makeup people there at the Bachelor Mansion. Mm-hmm. Um, which could use a little updating, by the way. Just not not to go <laughs> too much off on a tangent, but the the whole the house is so hideous, and I know it's synonymous with the show. Like you couldn't really do it in another house at this point, but maybe just I don't know, coat of paint. It just it's not really a very nice looking <laughs> house. Um, but they're all like chilling on the couch, and Chris Harrison rolls in, and you, you you know what a lot of them do? A lot of them like get up and make themselves up, but some of these broads, they're just, you know, they're getting a little comfortable. So you'll yep. see, I think even little Becca was doing that thing where she like ha- had her face kind of like behind one of the other girls because she yep. didn't want to be seen in her fucking morning hideousness on, on national TV on a, on a, uh, a show like The Bachelor. So Chris rolls in and he's, he's like, Hey, look. I know you bitches are thirsty in here, but you're just not all going to get a date, and that's what's up. So this week, there's one one-on-one, and then there's a group, and then that, or there's maybe two groups, whatever. And so the um, he uh, does he start with the one-on-one, or they do a group date first? Well, I think I think there are there was two one-on-ones. No, I mean the one that, the one that didn't go well, and then yeah, wasn't Lauren. there a good one? No, Lauren. Was there, was there not a good one? I think there was only one one-on-one. It was with that chick, Lauren. All right, so who, who didn't do their homework? You. <laughs> okay. See, I do. Uh, I, yeah. I keep it all in my brain. You, right, you need so to make did, notes on this, Jason. They had the one-on-one and then the, uh, the, the dog date and then the uh, wrestling date. Yeah, okay. We got it. Exactly. Just- exactly. Boy, those the, re- Wrestling either kills you at 31 or you live into your, I don't know, early 50s and you end up looking like those broads from Glow. Whoa. Woo. <laughs> Not an easy life on those two. Uh, okay, but we're jumping ahead. So I believe the, um, yeah, the first date was the, um, was the wrestling thing. Where you get they take a group yes. they take a group of chicks and it's like hey get your get um get your ring together it's always a real like punny invite yeah. and they and they think that Ari's actually written it which is funny um <laughs> they go so they go and they it's a pretty like in general uneventful date they like it's a cross promotion with the TV show Glow from Netflix. And they do they they train on how to be wrestlers, and then they put on a wrestling show for a super set. They papered the house, obviously, and it's just like a super sad group of like PAs and PAs yeah. friends, and <laughs> a couple people were like, "Hey, mom, do you want to come down?" Like it's like a lot of people's moms were in the crowd. It was yeah. it was an unfortunate group. What were, what were your thoughts, Jason, on the wrestling well, date? To to double up on your point, um, the former Glow um, actors or whatever you want to call them, they're in rough shape. 
and I don't Big know what they time. I don't know what they've been doing for the past thirty years. I do like the Netflix show. It's a good look see into I have, the I haven't mid-80s. watched it. I've been wanting and, yeah. to watch it. Yeah. Um it, it's good. But uh I have no idea what they've been doing since if these these women just kind of uh I don't know. We're just living their lives, and they said you need to represent the old glow. I don't know what they're doing, but um, the the there was drama involved in the training exercise where big time the glow chicks thought that they were you know like hard ass trainers like running a boot camp. It, yeah, you, it was it was like when you send when you have that bad kid, you you, you yeah. have that bad teenager, and you're like, look, you're going to Outward Bound, and you send them out yeah. to like Utah to live in the sticks for, uh, in the desert for a couple weeks, and some, and some hard ass is like, you're going to listen to me, or you're going to die out here. Like, it was yeah. like that kind of like, um, tough love type therapy. And there's a, you know, obviously these women are cast because they're very sensitive, insecure women that could fly off the handle at any given moment. So it's a very combustible uh, combination of hard ass coaching and, you know, sensitive little, uh, little bitches. And yes. And we saw the temper uh, once again, an attitude of one uh, Latina Bibiana Bibiana who is, you know, She's the drama in this. In this, yeah. uh, I don't know about drama as much as she. She supplies the fireworks. She knows that she likes the uh, role of yes. of the villain, and but she got her feelings hurt on this one. She's she a- uh, she tried to she tried to go back and forth with the coach, and then just literally tapped out and she, walked off. She's a good character, this Bibiana, and I I have to admit, I feel like the. Um, the Glow woman, that hag from Glow, she went a little too far in her insults because she was like, she made fun of her name. She's like, "What's your name?" And she's like, "Bibiana," and she's like, Bi- <laughs> Bi- "Couldn't your mom read? Couldn't your mom like?" She went to the mom thing it's, and it, not it, in a funny way. It's one of those things where it's like she was sticking it up. This is yeah. you know wrestling is fake. She was sticking it up, but like. The context was awkward. Um, yeah, make, making fun of someone's mom without knowing them. I mean, again, just real good button pushing for people that are extremely dramatic. And I will say this about Bibiana: like, depending on the camera angle and what she's got going on, like, she could look super hot in certain certain things. Like, oh I, yes, I, I'm, she's a very attractive woman, dude. Uh, Jason, one. She didn't get a good edit because she's got a nice little package. And I was throughout this episode, I had started christening christening her, or I had christened her Big Iana. Because <laughs> she had a she had a couple of things there that she had kept under wraps for too much in the first couple of episodes of this season. Oh, I, I noticed them. They're just they're obviously uh, implant, so yeah, I have to yes. kind of dismiss those favorite. right away. Not my favorite, but there's no, I mean, there's just no, there's no authenticity when it comes to this. You have to just dismiss that. So, so the, uh, there was a, I'm trying to think of what the, the name of the girl was who went over to console this Bibiana after she had a, uh, a fight with the trainer. I, I think it was Tia. Tia was very uncomfortable about yeah. the exchange. The trainers made her very, feel very uncomfortable, yeah. which 
Tia, I thought was just going to be kind of a cool Raven, like just like hard ass chick who's not unfazed about totally. things. You, she's a little weasel. You figure she'd be into the whole wrestling thing because she's yeah. white trash, right? Right. You know? Yeah. But she uh, she felt for Bibiana, and they they had a little drama session. They, they cried um, off to the side. A note a note to make is that the uh, candidate from or a contestant from Wassies and Kenny, who is a uh, pro wrestler. I don't know what Dude. league or, or what level Dude. he came on, and he he really took advantage of his eight minutes on camera. I was I was super uncomfortable with that. Well, I didn't I didn't watch Rachel's season, so I didn't know this dude Kenny. He's the dude is in good shape. He's obviously mm-hmm. he's practiced play wrestling with lots of dudes before. That's very clear. Mm-hmm. And he's he's whooping up on. Uh, Ari and Ari, like he's not comfortable in this situation at all. He's a big puss. And, but, but he, during the match, they did that thing where one guy turns to, to celebrate. And this is, I think, pretty common in wrestling. I just watched this Ric Flair documentary, the 30 for 30 on Ric Flair. Pretty interesting. I didn't, I'm not like a, I wasn't really familiar with that, familiar with Ric Flair. But the one thing they talked about is that, he would always his shtick would be he would get his ass kicked for the whole match and then mm-hmm. just win at the end like that was his thing and so that's basically what happened to Ari he got his ass kicked the whole time and then while um while the other dude Kenny had his back to to Ari Ari did a thing which I don't know if this is this is a well uh worn wrestling trope but he came up behind him and he basically reached up between his legs and firmly <laughs> grabbed onto his dick and f- flopped him on his back dick first and then rolled him up like like he was going to enter him and then the referees came over and did that sliding thing where they one two three and that's it he won the yeah, match won. and I, the whole, and as I was watching this I go you know this is not going to do a lot for Ari in the eyes of Bachelor correspondent Jason Stewart, who has pegged Ari for a uh, for hiding his true self. Yeah, grabbing grabbing someone on the penis doesn't help that. No, it doesn't. But I, and and I would, I'm and I'm guessing that that was that was fixed. Like I don't oh, think he actually. I don't think he actually won. Oh no! no, no. <laughs> I would. <laughs> I would agree with that. I, I think I definitely would. There needs to be an investigation, like yeah. call in Mark Ratner from the Nevada Athletic Commission and start. Uh-huh. Let's let's talk to these judges. Let's let's get the referee involved because I don't, I don't know if that was a legitimate victory. So we uh, they just had. They had all the girls wrestle, and uh, Bibiana and Tia ended up having a good time. And yeah, they yeah they you know the the typical cliches of this was out of my comfort zone, yeah. but it was exhilarating. And of course, um, you know they scripted for the Bachelor to say, you know, I I want to have someone with that doesn't take themselves seriously. He's one of the rare contestants on the show that 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 wants someone who doesn't take themselves too seriously, which totally, I, I think. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they are. If it's there's 22 seasons, 22 bachelors have said that at some point during their season. <laughs> it's true. Um, that along with I, family is very important to me. Are are a couple that you could guarantee are going to be said maybe totally. once an episode. Yes. Uh, but anyway, so what happened at the? Uh, did you 
on your notes that you didn't write down? What happened at the cocktail party that night? Oh, so they so they had the thing, then they had a cocktail party, and it was at like some place with airstreams. Wait, was that the one or was that the dog date? <laughs> they, they all run together. I mean, every episode's. A yeah, I don't same. remember. So I had it on the TV. Um, they go, they like chat. There's uh, no, I think it's the um, the. This is where Becca, little Becca, gets mm-hmm. the um, first impression rose, and she is really working it. She or not the, you know, she gets the group date rose. Um, she is really working it. They go, they hang out. Everybody makes out with him. Like pretty much everybody makes out with him except they're playing up a thing. Bibiana, she can't get no time. Yeah, they've they've been banging that drum. The she's the girl on the show that doesn't get enough can't time. Get no even time. though, like I said last week, the only thing, the only one who's at fault for not getting the time is you. You, yeah, you have producer. to get the time. That's the, what this whole show is all about. So she, you know, the world's against her. She's not getting time. And yeah, the kissing thing, he's making out with everybody. And one yeah. of the themes of this show is that there are two women in particular that he chooses not to kiss. Yeah, don't. Wait, to don't kiss, we'll get to that. Deal. That's after the next date. So, but, but the one takeaway from this is it's a pretty bland, other than Bibiana not getting any time. The other takeaway from the group date was Crystal, the fitness trainer mm-hmm. from San Diego, who may or may not be 29. I'm doing air quotes. Also, yeah, I don't know. Is she? Does she have acne? Does she, is there something going on with her skin? Um, maybe it's just at twenty nine. To me, it's got to be. It's a. It's an inside joke. Like twenty nine. Wink, wink. Yeah, at least thirty eight. Say, yeah. She's an older. She's an older lady. She's got a fit little body. She's really dumb and annoying. Um, but she. She's. She does a thing where she constantly interrupts, and she's playing the part of the person that's like, oh, I got this locked up. Like, I've won the show already. She's fully convinced that right. she's won the show. And Ari, being like, this is kind of why I like the guy. He's He is sort of into this chick. But he's sort of into her in the sense that, hey, I just want to be on TV and this is going pretty well and like right. I might get to fuck her, so that's cool. Um, but she's like, so do you just like want me to be like aggressive? And he's like, yeah, go for it. Like, be super aggressive. Like, just keep interrupting and like, just make all the other chicks hate you because that's going to be good for TV. And she's like, okay. And then she like does her, um, she does her confessional where she's like, Ari told me just to be completely aggressive though, this whenever I want. So I'm just, hey, these other chicks are just going to have to deal with it. Um, so yeah. she's really setting and herself she has, up to she be. She has hated. that voice on all the time. Like, she. Yeah. There's no way someone talks like that. So she's yeah. either pointed up for the camera, uh, being super, um, what do you call it, um, disingenuous at yeah, all times. No, 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 or, no, she's too stupid. Or she's, she's a legitimate psychopath. Like she's a schizophrenic yeah. chick yes. that is so unaware of her surroundings. Totally. And she, she, you, she has nothing behind her eyes. Like she puts on that blank smile. To uh, to mask everything. It's great. No, it's I'm, great. I'm hoping. I'm hoping it will end, and I'm hoping that it comes to like a very violent, dramatic ending with her. Oh, Something's going to happen. 
Well, she's thought she thinks she's got the show wrapped up, and they're going to allow her to think that deep well, the, into the, the wine season. Of, the wine of the night is uh, Crystal was I don't know like bragging about her relationship with the guy, and our girl who is getting more and more time. You could tell that he thinks she's real super hot. Caroline, Caroline, they're slow playing that, Caroline. Yeah, Caroline, and they're building up kind of a a rivalry between Caroline and and this psycho chick. Caroline with one of the one of the uh, wines of the night. She said, um, "Stop being so condescending to us because you like met his dog." <laughs> it's a good line. So good. Yes, it's so great. To meet his dog. Well, yeah, Caroline hates Crystal, and that's that's stems a lot from the next part of the show because the next. So then we have a one-on-one date, and it's by the way. By the way, Carol Caroline Wunny is her name, and. Uh, as we're doing this podcast, it's been a week since she's liked one of my tweets. So oh, I think bullshit. she's over me. Um, she, Caroline, she hardly gets any camera time. And every time they show her, Jason, I'm more and more awestruck by just how hot she is. Yeah. No, she's distractingly beautiful. She's, she's so much hotter than every other chick on the show. And this is a good crop of contestants this season. We don't usually get like several super hot chicks like we have yeah. this season. Uh, but but Caroline, hands down, I mean, lapping the field in the looks department, just so much more beautiful than the rest. So the next thing that Ari does, and they got some budget this season because he's it's a one-on-one date and he takes Lauren S. And I only know her, she's Lauren S. because she replied to one of my tweets last night. Um, what? She, yeah, I'll she tell you did. About it. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you about it at the end. Oh of the day. yeah. So he he's like, all right, Lauren S. I can't remember the um, sweet date card pun that they use, but I'm sure it was just as awesome as they typically are. But she rolls out to Burbank Airport, and there's a, a private jet waiting, and just Ari's like, this is the second private jet of the season, by the way. I mean. You just don't you don't usually get that much. And he's like, "What's up? We're going to wine country. Like, let's we're gonna go up to Napa. We're gonna have some wine." And she's like, "Fuck yeah, I love to fucking drink." And he's like, "Me too. I like to get wasted." So they um, jump they jump in the plane and they fly up there. And you can tell right away that this chick's just a little annoying. And like I, th- this- I think her quote was, "This is a very Lauren S date." <laughs> That was it her is. quote yeah. about herself. This is a very Lauren S date. As, as, as if she walks around telling everybody she's Lauren S. Right. That's what she identifies herself as. She, everybody's been on this date with this kind of chick. They go there. It's like pretty plush. Like they walk around the winery. They're feeding each yeah. other grapes from the vineyards. They're tasting shit. And then they sit down to a meal. And he's like, oh, I like to go to bed early. And she's like, oh, my God. I totally like to go to bed early too. Like I'm always going to bed early. Like she's really agreeing with everything mm-hmm. he says and really annoying way. And then he basically, and I told her this on Twitter. She was a bit of a victim of a bad edit here, but basically what it looked like, what they made it look like is he was like, so how was your day? And then she just opened that mouth 
just ra- just rambled, rambled and rambled. Just words, and and, the, and, the, and it's very easy. It's very easy out. to mock up that conversation with editing, and then and get all the reaction of him looking bored. Right. Like, I mean, he could have very chewing, well been he's engaged, like, but yes. but 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 they got every reaction of him looking utterly bored out of his mind. He's chewing his steak, <laughs> like he's checking his watch, like it's a whole thing. And she's just going on and on. She's like, oh, my mom had this eye infection. And I'm like, whoa, TMI. And she's like, I'm uh, so into uh, my family. I love my family. And oh, my God, my ex. And that's like a big, like if when you, you eventually, when you're in a relationship, you will get to know people's past relationships. But when you first go on a date, with somebody this maybe this is just a pet peeve of mine but i assume it was everybody's and i assumed it was a non-topic a non-first date topic she's yarning on about oh i was in a relationship and we lived in san francisco and we were blah 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 blah, and he was like this and but Mm -hmm. nobody and this is a dating tip we do dating tips here we do life coaching nobody 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 gives a fuck about your past relationships when they're mm-hmm. trying to hook up with you, it's just right. leave it out of the conversation. Don't bring it up ever. Uh, but she goes on and on and on. And then he does that thing where he reaches for the rose, but it's so clear <laughs> that she's not getting one. And you could tell they break away. I assume they break off and do these confessionals. They don't just do them after they don't just do a postmortem. Oh no, they do them. They do them. Uh, in the middle of the date, they, they yeah. have those things scheduled out because she was saying, "This is this is horrible. I'm rambling. If I was me, I wouldn't give myself a rose. Totally. Um, yes, this isn't me." <laughs> and you're right. I think the producers force him to to grab the rose and then put it up like he's going to give it to her. So great, only to tell her that he's sending her home. And that's the that's where I come into the picture. That's where I become a part of the story is I tweeted something like a quote, um, I'm not, I'm never, I'm not usually like this end quote. And I said, and then I just said someone who's a hundred percent like that. And then I just hashtagged it. The bachelor. I didn't tag her because I didn't know her name other than that. She was one of the Laurens. And then I went, when I got up this morning and I was looking at my mentions, she was like, you're right, Brian. Or she's like, you're a hundred percent right, Brian, or something like that. So um, she she searches Lauren S on Twitter. No, I didn't even tag. She's Lauren a social at, media no, manager. She did the no, ba- no, you, the you bachelor. Could just, no, no, you could. Well, I guess you could do that. You, you can go through the hashtags, but that that would be like a hundred thousand. You can yep. literally just type in Lauren S. No, I know what you're who, saying, but who's I didn't, been tweeting I didn't about tag you. my tweet lauren s no 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 you did i'm looking at your tweet right oh, now i did oh yeah, oh said maybe, lauren s at the end of oh your tweet. maybe it you was like suggested tweeter, but yeah maybe Cause, oh okay because that's what i do on sundays whenever yeah. uh whenever the panthers are playing and, and, and uh, yeah james stewart does something good or whatever yeah. i i just you all respond. i do is just type in jay stew yeah and i see a bunch of people tweeting jay stew oh, is looks great that today or whatever and i respond to it so that's what she did to you that's awesome yeah, no, that is that was I enjoyed that. So she gets cut, and she's like she lives in San Francisco, so she's like basically home anyway, which is perfect. Like she and doesn't even they, have to get back on the plane. And they always go to the um, they always go to the the uh, the the PA getting the luggage. It's great from the contestant, the and then the very door. dramatic. 
like, uh, you know, very dramatic guffaw or whatever you would call it, gasp from the women who can't believe it. Like, all of them are so fake to the core that right. they act shocked and sad when someone's sent home, well, when the object of the game is to be the last one standing. Well, and but then this Crystal, who is has placed herself above the group because Ari's allowed her to believe that she's yeah. already got the show won, is like, well, that's just what's going to happen, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's like lecturing everybody like, oh, too bad, you know, that's, that's how it's going right. to go. And then this Caroline in her confessional is like, fuck this crystal bitch. She's like, that was my friend, you know, like, fuck you. You're a dumb bitch. Um, and so they're setting up a rivalry there. And by the way, Caroline, stunning. So hot. So beautiful. Yeah, she really is. Such a fan. Uh, and then they have the dog date, which is just an unbelievable dud like really one of the worst dates they, they they do they're they're doing more adventurous dates now i think they're trying to compete with mtv's the challenge so they're doing more you know physical That's, things this was a thing where they're like hey um you got to train he's like we're going to a famous place in los angeles it's called the grove it's a fucking outdoor <laughs> mall like it's not <laughs> yeah you're, it's you're, a it's a nice going, mall. It's like South Coast Plaza, right in the right. middle of the city. Yeah, right. Or Irvine Spectrum. It's an outdoor mall, is what it is. It it's is like and really high end. Uh, yeah, I'll give you nice. that. It's yeah. kind of a Glendale Galleria type thing. Where sure. you know a lot of money goes through there. But I don't know if it's a quote unquote famous place. No, no it's exactly. a place that has a nice Macy's. And <laughs> exactly. And then they do a they a course. Not shockingly. One of the chicks has a massive uh, fear. It's not. Of it's dogs. not that one of the chick. It's not that one of the chicks has it. It's just that it's the exact same chick yes. who had the, the traum- traumatic experience with the bumper cars a week ago. Like yes. this chick is. <laughs> this chick day. has so many issues. I can only imagine what she brings up a divorced parent situation. Yep. Uh, and moving in with friends in their basement while they, while with her mom, I, I could tell oh, that I she just had that. a fucked oh, yeah. up oh, yeah, childhood, and she is uh, afraid of her own shadow. Like Annalise, yeah. like they're gonna have next next episode is gonna have shadows, and she's gonna say, "I'm afraid of my own shadow because of something." <laughs> I'm, ter- I'm terrified. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so she miraculously works through it. They um, they attempt to train dogs. <laughs> I don't know if this is an editing trick or what, but not one dog did one trick. And the tricks were it. like, the tricks were like, get up on this chair. <laughs> and the dogs were like, fuck, no, I'm not doing that. And they're like holding out treats and shit. And the dogs are like, no, uh-uh, fuck off. It's like, it's one of those peculiarities of the show that, you know, it sometimes it tries <coughs> To be a comedy. It really does. <laughs> it like, works, it yeah, makes it itself out to be this big romantic show where people are on there to find love. But then they they try to stick it up and be really fake and funny. And they always do it half-assed. Like they, You could tell that the, the dogs were not trained. They were not trained to be best-in-show dogs or whatever. <laughs> and... They had the actor from Best in Show. I'm not even sure what his name Fred is. Fred Willard. I forgot Fred Willard was there. Yeah, he was very funny. Like He was, he he was doing his lines, lines from Best and, in Show. Yeah. Like, and obviously, that's why they did. They had the untrained dog so that right. he could deliver some funny lines. But right. the show just never executes well enough. And a lot of it is because Chris Harrison is so clumsy when he's, oh, he's not being a host. Like, he sucks. If he's just there to say girls – 
Ari, the final rose. He's good at that. Yeah. It's just when they put him in these situations to try to shtick it up or be funny, he's fucking awful. No, he's terrible. He's no um, Jeff Probst. He's not. <laughs> he he's not even um, Johnny the skier from the challenge. Right. I mean, he's so terrible. He's right. so uninteresting. Uh, yeah. So then, they, then after that, they have like the group cocktail party where I believe Chelsea. The single mother is awarded the um, group date rose, so she is sure. she is safe. Um, yep. And then they and then they're just they they're blabbering on. Well, know. the girl the girl who had a fear of dogs, Annalisa, um, Annalise, Annalise, who I pegged early as having uh, tremendous breasts. I can't quite figure out uh, the the natural naturality of them. Probably natural. You can tell she's had some issues with her face. I don't know if it was acne or like a, a again another traumatic experience where she has scarring. There is scars or something going on there. Oh, but um, but she is the one who says I'm the only one in the house who hasn't kissed Ari, and she puts a lot of weight in the kiss. Like if I could just get the kiss, and she goes up to him with the intentions of kissing him, and has. Uh, one of the more awkward exchanges you could possibly have. Like she has zero game at all. And this is a guy who has almost no, um, I mean, what do you call that? No discretion when it comes to kissing. He, he kisses everybody and he's not, he's a makeout king. He's not kissing her. So that's a big sign. Yeah. But that, yes, I think that was at the final. So this is the pre final rose. Um, par- party. So they're all together at the pre-final rose p- party, and there's two people. Bibiana, she can't get no time, and right. Bibiana is like, I set up a chill spot. She's like, she put together like a little fuck pad out front. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm not really buying that she carried a 180 pound day bed out there and set it up with pillows and the, and the ob- observing. Uh, what do you call it? The observing cameras. Uh, yeah, well, no, no, not the cameras, but the uh, what do you look at, at the stars with? What the hell is that? Oh, word? telescope. There's a telescope. Yeah, there there's a telescope. Well, there's, there's that's t- what she does. She looks at the stars, so she wanted to be real and and in her natural habitat. Real as fuck. Yeah. So they, you know, I'm not buying that she set that up. But then everybody's swooping on her fuck spot and getting and Ari's getting the credit for it. He like takes Becca out there for a makeout, and she's like, "Oh my god, this is so nice." And, and, and by the way, knowing the kind of the way reality TV is is. Uh, is done. All the producers were in on the fact that it was Bibiana's setup. So that just tells me that all the producers were uh, silent once that Ari found the spot and then pr- proceeded to bring all the women there because it was <laughs> such a romantic spot. <laughs> they were one, in- produ- one producer could have just been like, well, Bibiana kind of set that up for you guys, but that, that would have ruined the good TV about <laughs> they it. They were, they were running train on Bibiana's spot. And then Bibi- <laughs> Bibiana like, would cruise out and she'd be like, yo, can I get a minute? And he'd be like, nah. <laughs> Hold up, give me five. Um, give me but five this, this Annalise, he's making out with every chick and doing like extended sessions, makeout sessions. And then this Annalisa's like sitting close. She's like, gets up real close. And she's like, yeah, she's like, I heard you, um, you know, you make out with all the girls. She's like, but I also heard that you have to make the first move. And she's like, and I'm not really like that. And, and he's like, are you asking to kiss me? And, and she's like, well, yeah. And, and he's like, I don't think we're ready for that yet. <laughs> what, what a dirty, what a dirty move. I, he says, are you asking permission? And yes. she's like, I, I guess I am. Like that would be the, the dramatic 
way to start making out, and she's he's like, "We're not really there yet." <laughs> he just totally. I mean, that was her. that was a dirty move. Man. And then she's like, kind of getting the pick. Then she cruises in, and she's like, "What the fuck?" Like, tells all the other girls, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know." And she's like, "Fuck it, I'm going back out there." So she goes back out and interrupts, and she's like, "Look." Just give it to me straight. Like, you won't even make out with me. You make out with all the other chicks. And he's like, yeah. You know, she's like, where do you see this going? And he's like, well, um, nowhere really. And he's like, why don't you bounce? And so then they do the pre-kickoff, which is kind of bullshit because they're only kicking two people off this yeah, week. They're only, they're only not giving roses to two. And then he kicks her off pre-thing. And, like, he does – and I know this is a – it's kind of a, a used um, uh, method, but he goes to it a lot just to like make a weird situation a little bit less weird. And then he really, at that point, he looks like a great guy. He'll always say, can I walk you out? Like, yeah. Yeah. That, like somehow that's going to lessen the blow of being humiliated on TV. I know. Like, my, hey, if, it, if it'll make you feel better, you can give me a hand job in the limo. <laughs> it's a... Uh, it's kind of like that gesture on a freeway when someone cuts you off badly yeah. and you're so fucking enraged and pissed and he gives you the little wave. Like, yeah. I know I'm acknowledging that I did that. Yeah, I, I hope it's over. cool. Yeah. Like Ari's that Ari's tactic is, could I walk you out? Like that, at that point, everything's good, right? Yeah. So then we get so, and he's having like hardcore makeouts with a lot of chicks that I am not seeing it. He appears to be really into Becca K. The oh, one yeah. who had never tried on clothes before. He also, and I know you like this chick, Jacqueline. He seems to be really, really feeling Jacqueline's thing, and I don't like her at she's, all. She's, a, she's stealth. Like She's very under the radar. Yeah. Gets almost no camera time, but when she does, you can tell she's smart and she's got something over him. She's, um, she's definitely hanging around. But Becca, <laughs> the uh, young Becca or the other Becca? Because the other he likes Becca both. K... Becca K, is, you could tell, uh, has something on him as well. But the, yeah. So Becca M is making out on with him on their little uh, setup that, <laughs> that yes. Bibiana provided. Yeah. And she's got this short-ass dress. Yeah. And the camera angle is right up her dress. Um, right, um, there, there's no, there wasn't any like uh, nuance or any effort to try to, to mask it. It's just right up her dress and she doesn't care. I'm totally into her. I have no problem with her whatsoever. Oh, she's cute. Yeah, yeah she's cute. cute. And she's, her fun, attitude is amazing. Great attitude. Completely and, and just she, open to anything, which is she what told I him something. She told him something that uh, I think is a great look-see into her personality and, and she's like, I know why you like me. Yeah. Because you don't need me. I know you like me because, you know, I... I can come or go, and 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 you're used to to people needing you, and there's a lot there's a lot to that. I give her uh, I give her credit for insight. You no, know, she's that. playing a good psychological game because we, as we see foreshadowed in the what's coming up next, her age is going to be an issue, and right. we can already tell she's young, like that's written in. But she is earning herself a spot by saying, "Look, I'm fun." Like, oh, I don't, yeah. I'm no drama, you know, you don't need me, like, I'm fucking super sexual, I don't Yeah, what did she bra. say last time, last episode, she she said something I think that every guy in the history of man would love to hear, something yeah. about no drama and something else? What yeah, was she's her? like, 
Yes, that's basically what she said. She's like, um, no drama. You don't have to put in any energy. And she's like, I'm easy. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm simple. Going. I'm no drama, and yeah. I'm easy to please. I've, yeah, I have it on my what, notes. What, do, what guy doesn't uh, cling on to those three phrases? Totally. So she's she's playing the game. <laughs> yeah, she's in, and um, so the age thing is going to be that thing that the it looks like the others are going to use against her. Yeah, she's not she's not here for the right reasons. She's not mature enough emotionally, but she. And by the end of the season, I'm going to come up with the actress that she reminds me of. Every time I see her, she reminds me of somebody, and I just can't i can't put a finger on it. Is it, it. The, chick but anyway, from, the chick from Northern Exposure? Janine? Is that her? Something. She was also... Northern Exposure person. Yeah, she was also in, um, she was also in Cliffhanger with Sylvester Stallone. Janine Turner? Janine Turner, yes. Nice poll. You know what? That's a good poll. Wow. Yeah, I'm looking yeah, at the answers it. right now. That, that might be the one. Yeah. Um, so um, what happens is he's got one rose to give away. Yeah. I, to my, at least they edited it this way. Bibiana never got time on her setup with them. She never got time. She never got and a make out. There's um, you know, drama with people butting in too early or whatever. There's always the typical. Yep. Yeah, but so. What happens is he's got one rose to give away, and they've no, he's been got setting all, up. He's, he's got one rose not sorry, to one give rose away. to not give away, yeah. and they've been setting up the entire um, the entire episode. Is Bibiana just doesn't ha- hasn't had enough time, and she's the person on the and show. A lot of to. a lot of times they'll trick you because Bibiana, while not getting time with Ari, is getting shit loads of time with the camera. I know. And yeah, she's and, good drama. And they're setting you up like, oh, he's going to, you know, she's not getting getting any time, so she's going to go home. But a lot of times, there's there's four chicks on the show that you don't know who they are. Like, Dude, it the, easily could the send. Fucking, the taxi, the top taxidermist. Yes, Kendall. The taxidermist just only just learned being her name. held over. Yeah, Jenna with the fake eyelashes <laughs> is still there. Yes. So, so let's, um, okay. But it, so it comes down to it, and I will say that an amusing person that was held over and she has seemingly zero interest in him. Like in three episodes or four episodes, I've gotten almost no indication that she is attracted to him, wants to be married. She's just simply there to look hot and be a Kardashian. Like her play is to somehow do this show to raise her profile for something else. I know she's a restaurant owner of some horrible Indian yeah. restaurant in a strip mall somewhere. Yes. But she's looking to Kardashian this thing out. He gives her the rose, and I wish we had sound of it because it was the least uh, passionate uh, I, I will or yes, I will. Like, will you accept this rose? And she literally, not literally, but she basically said, yeah, sure. And then she gives him a half hug and walks yeah. off. Like she, She's not even close to being in this for what – the show wants everyone to be so for hear, hear me out. Hear me out. You know how like the new Star Wars, there's like a little bit of everything. There's like a, um, you know, there's like lesbians and there's Asian people and there's yeah. black people. And it's just like a little bit of ev- everyone. You got, they got to be all inclusive sure. now. You can't leave anybody out. Do you think the bachelor is doing is, is um, pandering to the, Bangladeshi transsexual market <laughs> by keeping Marik on the show. Uh, because I know they test, like if you go on the show, they take some of your blood and they see yeah. what's in that blood and they make sure you're not rolling with HIV, uh, right. uh, the herp, 
like that chlamids, they test you for everything. But I don't know if they actually have a skilled professional come down and reach in between those legs right. and feel around for some East Indian nuts because so she, I feel so like Marie might have a pair. She has androgyny. Yeah, she, she's yes. You think so? Yeah, yeah. she's got a, a little bit of a male vibe. I don't. I don't see an yeah, Adam's there's, apple. There's I need to see. I need to see the feet. You, you show me the feet, yeah. and I'll know for sure. Hundred percent. I, I will say this: if it is transsexual, a phenomenal job, and whatever the Jason the plastic surgery is, and all that, she's she's hot. Uh, Marique. Yes. Oh my god. I'm I just no, I'm just saying that if it is if if she is a transsexual, she's a hot transsexual. The, the plastic surgeon or whatever has done a, a good a, job. an amazing job with it. I disagree. Okay. So who gets so then the, they they bring up the drama. It looks like Bibiana's going home, but it could be any chick. He comes to hand out the roses. Of course, Chelsea and Becca M already have their group date roses. What's her name got cut because she didn't get a rose. Lauren S. Yep. Who responded to me on Twitter? Lauren, let me know if you want to come on the show. Um, so who gets roses? Caroline gets the first rose. Yep. Also gets hotter every single time I look at her. Super she, hot. She really plays up those fake boobs and every, yeah. with every dress, every cocktail dress. She, she's just so beautiful. She's hot body, really attractive. Um, followed by Kendall, the taxidermist who has no upper lip, which is a good indication of insane. You see a <laughs> chick with a very thin to almost zero upper lip. You're dealing with a chick that's nuts. So Kendall fits right in there. Um, Ashley, one of the beautiful uh, African-American women on the show makes it. Um, Lauren B, not still not at least we're down to one lauren but i'm still not sure sh- who she she's is pretty hot she's pretty hot they yeah she's a, not a bad makeout session yeah. um Brittany, the hot black chick with the big cans she makes like it through her. yeah i really like yep. her too um becca k why becca k is just hanging around and he really seems to like her she seems chill she seems cool she doesn't yeah, she seem like a bachelor right. contestant no. she just seems like a really nice attractive woman who she's, you'd like to take home to show your parents she'll linger she'll linger around um yeah. cn uh another one of the black contestants she's the one that i think that went to yale um, yeah i don't think she's long for the show but probably not she, she's fine um crystal of course who is an idiot um she makes it through she thinks she's got the show one tia i can't Tia first showed up, and I'm like, this bumpkin, she's friends with Raven. I couldn't stand her. Sometimes she looks good to me, though. Sometimes I look at her, and I go, you know what? This Tia, she's not bad. She's yeah. not attractive. Well, she's the one who's from Wainer, Arkansas, Wainer, and, yeah. and she gave him a small wiener and said, I hope you don't have one of those. That's true. That's true. That's that, was the, that was that's her first impression. It. Yeah. Um, and then Mikkel. Mikkel. <laughs> Under the radar, she she's might hot. be the second hottest chick on the show. Yeah. Like no, she's she's hot, but she just she hasn't had any moments on the show. Like, she's, so there, no yeah. drama or no no anything, no date or anything. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, with her. she's just kind of hanging around, and then you're like, oh right, she's here. And by the way, she might be the second best looking chick here. Yeah, no, she's, um, she's Jenna, who's pretty useless she had some fake eyelashes on that were distracting to me well she had she was the one making out with him on yeah. the bench last night and Hardcore just got makeout. right up on his lap yeah she started started she's, straddling him yeah she's working it um and then jacqueline who you like who i just is 
really. She's stealth, man. I put her in the back. She's very stealth because she was in my final four and she still is. And then, and then it comes down to the last two. Who's it going to be? And Marik, the Bangladeshi transsexual, she gets yeah. the final rose. It's Bibiana who gets cut. And I swear to God, this chick, I hope they put her directly on a plane to Tulum so yes. she can be on Bachelor in Paradise because no she, that's going to be her breakout role. She is going to be a star. On that show, mark my words, she got a bad edit. She didn't get any time with Ari, but she's got a fun little body. She's a saucy Latina. We're gonna see more of her, and this isn't this isn't her uh, best stage. She's much better suited to be in a in a bikini with her big cans out the whole time down yeah. in Tulum, Bachelor in Paradise. Jason, your thoughts? Yeah, and I the, the I guess the one disappoint disappointing thing was. They were almost building up, up to be a very like dramatic send off. Like she was gonna, because he did what he always does. Could I walk you out? I was really hoping for her to be more, um, you know, like just basically complaining to him like she's been doing the entire show. But she was fairly yeah. gracious about it, which she was, was disappointing. She was cool. Yeah, I really, I thought she was gonna give it. to Well, him, you but, thought uh, you're stereotyping. You thought she would have because yeah. she's hot blooded. Yeah, and sh- and short as far as I know. That was the time to to reveal like that setup with the um, the why why do I keep thinking teleprompter what what the hell is that thing called um, the, that looks at the stars that whole setup out Telescope. there that was mine just by the way I, and yeah. at least get his reaction to that yeah. like they didn't even they just kind of glossed over yeah. that but yeah anyways, I would be like that spot where you made out with everybody tonight yeah. that I set that up for us to dry hump by the way. Um, so there's a, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of pre-cum stains on that bed that I set up down there that 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 thing that you were making out with everybody on right exactly uh, okay so for next week they're going to Tahoe and he makes out with every chick and oh and we run into the Becca M age yep situation right yep uh, okay okay we'll check back next week Jason Stewart all right buddy you the man talk to you. Bye.